hard to. No, it's not. Like that's, I mean, that's that would be, of course. That's but, expected. I mean, course. I mean, but at that point, why not just vacation then? <laughs> right, right. Why, why are the added stress of dragging a fucking army around with me? Right. right, doing all sorts of stupid stuff that you don't want to do, yep. and and wasting three days in Europe, essentially, right. doing tournaments, doing tournaments and not seeing the sights of being in Europe. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I don't think it's a waste. I, I don't think it's a waste. I enjoy playing. I enjoy seeing. I, I enjoy. Yeah, it's and we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into that. Show. We'll get into yeah. that in a bit. Yeah. Okay. So. Let me pull up this agenda quick so I start roughly stay on topic. It's a pretty loosey goosey agenda, so you know, there's not. I didn't schedule any tangents, so they can all be tangents. I mean, Rick, will, Rick will pull us back. When everything's a tangent, I, I am nothing's not, a tangent. I am not the person that breaks everyone back. Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. I'm Rick. Pat is also Rick because he's running the show tonight. Say hi, well, Rick. Hi, everybody. Pat. I just <laughs> opened the link and sent it out. That's I know. All. So yeah. I get to be Rick on our little, on our little uh, menu here. Yes. He, he, he's he's in the power tonight. He gets to turn it on and off if he wants to. <laughs> so when it breaks, I did it. Nah, it doesn't break very often. Let's knock on wood, though. <laughs> yeah. uh, say, say hi, Dale. Hey, guys. And, and you, Jeff. That's <laughs> yeah, me. Jeff is here, too. Everyone's here. We're all back in the same country and not traveling and for now we're on the eve of yeah 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 we'll get to that but uh we're like on the eve of snafu yep guys just got back from wow we'll talk about all these things some but let's start with a uh, hobby where we always start i'm first on the list so i'm gonna go first uh i'm painting miniatures for other games so what other games right, bro uh so i'm actually painting legion models right now okay nice uh, i assembled some one of our club mates was really gung-ho about some form of 40k so i also starting to put some necrons together so we got we got stuff i got some hobby done not much nice. but some nice stormtroopers are a bugger yeah painting white is just not my favorite thing in the world white's not white it's not no definitely lots of shades of gray there probably it 50 is. of them nice. um doing a little snafu stuff when i have time yeah just yeah the standard uh how about you pat what are you working on it's probably a lot of the same. Uh, no. Well, I had to... Uh, uh, I'm not going to say rush, but I, I had to assemble another uh, desert or hot places board to round out Snafu. And I say I say assemble because I kind of... Obviously, I have multiple boards and lots of terrain that's not being used for this particular event. Mm-hmm. So I was able to repurpose a lot of that stuff that wasn't being used. Um, somehow... I don't remember how or when, but I, I had ordered another desert game mat, and I'm like, oh, cool. I, I guess I'll make another desert table then. Had some leftover palm trees, and, you know, forests are pretty easy to do because I use, I get those uh, nice irregular cutouts from Father and Son Gaming, so I don't have to use any power tools to make my dense oh, terrain nice. pieces anymore, <laughs> nice. which nice. I appreciate the hell out of. That's, mm-hmm. that's good. So, yeah, anytime I get low on those, I'll just, you know, order enough to get to his minimum free shipping order. So I'll have, you know, at least five or six sheets of those laying around. 
Nice. Relatively inexpensive or uh yeah, they are. I think I think they're less than 10 bucks for a pack of two. Okay. I mean, it's still you know, having cut a bunch of those out and then like sanding them and stuff, it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, I used yep. to have to do that. You know, yeah. you get the the jigsaw going and you know, yeah. And yep. and then you got to get the sander to get those edges nice. Yep. And this I just have to punch them out. Nice. Cuz they're so. they're CNC'd or they're lasered. Well, they're they're like his laser. They're like MDF, but they sure. you know he has various different shapes and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Right on, cool. So it's really slick and makes for really quick, dense train. And then you know borrowed some other pieces from other stuff, and yeah, it's a pretty cool board. I put it together. So I think I will have for Snafu, I will have one board that's only ever been seen once, and that was all the way back at Theaters of War. Wow. And okay. Then I will have four other tables that have not been seen yet three nice. other tables have not been okay. seen yet nice so Fabulous. yeah that's going to be pretty cool um also been working on all the players packs and swag bags um literally worked my uh home printer into exhaustion as it <laughs> ran out of uh inkjet stuff and didn't bother to tell me because i had to use knockoff replacement cartridges instead of the official ap thing or hp stuff Yep. So it didn't tell me it was out until I went and looked. It just stopped printing, which yeah. I guess I'm glad it didn't shoot out a bunch of blank pages. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I just stick those back in the printer. Well, yeah, I guess I would have rather have seen blank pages come out and gone, oh, I must have ran out of ink, rather than it just not printing anything. Right, just that, like that's stopping. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then so, giving you a whole headache to try and figure out what's wrong. Yeah, you know, you do the unplug it for a 10 seconds thing. You do the reboot <laughs> thing to disconnect from the network and... You open up all the orifices to see if there's a jammed piece of paper in there. Oh, yeah. And there's nothing. I'm like, what the hell? A printer is just supposed to print. It shouldn't be this freaking complicated. Okay, try to scan something. Okay, scan's just fine. Mm-hmm. Try and copy something. Aha! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you'd think, we've, you know, printers have been around for so long, you'd think we'd have some new technology, but this shit seems like it's not changed at all. Well, yeah, it's because all the the... You know, they want their own brand of stuff in there. So, right. you know, the HP cartridges cost me three or four times what it is to get an off-brand substitute. Right. You know, and I'm, I'm not going to pay $200 for ink cartridges. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's yep. a nice printer. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a home office printer that I got back in the pandemic days. I mean, so it prints, prints, you know, all different sizes, sheets of paper, all different manner of types of paper. It's a nice one. It prints pretty good quality stuff, too. It's just... I ran into exhaustion. But I guess I look back at my order history. It had been over a year since I ordered anything for it. So I guess that yeah. would make about yeah. that would make sense. That makes sense. I've I've learned that like my printer doesn't get used as frequently as I thought it would during the COVID days too. Mine mine just gets it just prints coloring sheets for my kids now. Oh well <laughs> I print out at least three times a year I'm printing out player packs. Oh sure. Yeah, I mean that's that yeah, this is the right time of year for that. Yeah, and then you know, it, it prints out really high quality uh, photo pictures too. So we sure. were scrapbooking and, you know, making stuff for Christmas gifts. We print out tons of pictures every year and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, yep. it gets through its paces. So Sweet. I guess once a year for ink isn't too bad. And then, of course, we're pre-tournament days. So behind me I have six or seven stacks of terrain all boxed up and sealed that it has been checked with its assembly pictures inside. Speaking of printing pictures, <laughs> I've got... Three boxes of stuff for the uh, for the raffles for the charity raffles. 
I've got silver order dice all over the place. I've got exclusive tournament winning miniatures only. I've got gift certificates. I mean, there is a ton of prize support sitting behind me right now. Nice. That's awesome. Ballpark estimate, I would say it is well over two grand. Nice. If you were nice. to the MSRP. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm in the the busy paces. I know all the, all of our players are probably finishing painting up their army and in a mad rush. Well, on the side, the tournament organizer side, this is the mad rush we have before the tournament. It's a little it's different, but a lot yeah. of the same. Yep. yep. Coordinating with uh, the Renegade Open guys. Um, sounds like they're going to have some t-shirt t-shirts for sale, uh, in addition to oh, the normal dice. Cool. It's, sounds like they're pretty comfy. They look pretty slick too. Actually, they sent me a picture of them. So oh, I haven't seen that one. Was that on their Discord? Uh, yes. You should have seen it. You're on there. Yeah, I, I mean, that, that requires me looking at their... Oh, well, okay, there's that too. That was quite a while ago, and there have been a lot of chatter the last couple of days. As yeah, they're they, also wrapping yeah, their stuff everyone up. Is, everyone's getting ready for their thing. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, uh, for the first time in a few years, they've got a waiting list for their main event. Wow. Nice. So, oh, nice. Actually, yeah, it, it's, not, it's not the same logo. I actually really like this logo. It looks pretty slick, doesn't it? Yeah, it's actually relatively. I mean, it's not not any, not horribly expensive. It's no. like there. I don't know what the actual final price is, but like they look great. So they're a limited number. If you want to buy one, I'd recommend doing it first day. Yeah, when you get there, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I think that's that's yeah. This this the usual um, chaos leading up to it. We've got a couple of players that are bringing tables, which I appreciate. Uh, Matt and Ryan are bringing tables, so well done. The, so coordinating with them to make sure when they can get there, or if I have to pick them up from them because they can't get there Friday, and I'll need them Friday. So, yeah, it'll be a hoot. Mm-hmm. So that's the busy hobby. Yeah, no, no relaxing painting or anything like that. I'm, I'll get back into that after Snafu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Dale, how about you? You've been traveling a lot lately. Yeah, lots of travel. <laughs> lots and lots of travel. The only hobby, well, um, just a ton of work on the house. Um, sure. That's related, that's related to the hobby because um, we're wrapping up, well, we're, we're knee-deep in replacing the windows uh, with the siding following that in the gutters. But um, after Thanksgiving, I'm getting into the basement to face the drain tiling, which nice. means I'll be able to move... <clears throat> my daughter downstairs completely, which is going to free up her room. Um, so I'll have a dedicated room uh, to expand uh, the boards. And so I've been actually doing some logistical work um, and planning stages to map out additional boards to start working on um, in the run-up. Not to this. I won't, I won't have time to do anything new for this snafu, but hopefully the next one. So, um, and then I've got, I've got some Lord of the Ring miniatures, um, primed, um, I'm painting up the Fellowship and then the, the, uh, Bilbo and Golem miniatures for my son for Christmas. Cool. So, um, he's, he's loved those movies in particular. And we, uh, we visited Nottingham when we went to World Open War. And I just picked up those those two sets from Warhammer World there when we visited. So, did you did you get the special one where they're hiding? Um, 
Uh, there's a oh, the four Nazca. hobbits? Yeah, the hobbits hiding from the Nazgul. I didn't. I didn't see that okay. one there. Okay. So that yeah, was, we, we that went was up pretty and iconic. What do you guys have this exclusively here since we're here? Well, I'm not uh, sure if that one's exclusively there, but it is. No, like but a, we're I think it was a limited model. No, um, but actually, you mentioned that. Um, I hadn't realized it, but that particular vignette from the movie was actually pulled directly from the old Lord of the Rings cartoon. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Movie. Yeah. And so um, I was doing a little bit of research and, and discovered that recently, which I thought was actually kind of a... I completely missed it. It was a, an app... A, a Peter Jackson pulled it directly, so I thought that was kind sure. of a cool little... Yeah. little homage. Yeah, a cool little callback to, to that, because that was actually a really good scene, and it just completely went over my head. That, <laughs> in, like, <laughs> in, like, the weirdest fucking cartoon I've ever seen, so... Yeah, it's there's a, some... It's up there. <laughs> yeah, there's some real... Yeah. I mean, I... I, nost- I nostalgically love it, but it was also really freaking weird. Yeah. Um, um, I was watching, um, it, as part of the research and kind of digging up some of that shit, um, there's, they they did, they kind of intermixed live action with the animation. And the guy they hired to do Aragorn, he's doing, um, in one of the scenes, he's running away from the Urukai or something, Urukai. Um, and he actually trips over his own sword. They they leave it in the film if you go back and watch it. Like, <laughs> which, wait, which film are we talking about? The Lord of the Rings animated film. The, oh, the, okay, the animated movie. Okay, the animated movie. And so, um, as a kid, I completely missed that. But in the same way that you miss the stormtrooper knocking his head as he's walking through yeah, right, the yeah. Death Star, but um, it's always kind of fun to go back and revisit some of those things because um, you know the brain fills in a lot of the things. That what you want to see, not necessarily what you are seeing. Right. But yep, right. yep. So, but yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the plan here. Um, hopefully, once the holidays wrap up and all my travel is done, um, I've got a week, a little over a week that that the house is empty, um, and I should I should really be able to start kind of putting some stuff onto the board, and we'll see we'll see where things awesome. go. I'm excited. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, just for the record, your daughter wants to move to the basement. You're not like forcing her to. Yeah, she wants. <laughs> yeah, okay. she'll be down there. Banish her. Um, <laughs> her, her and her boyfriend Gabe, they'll be downstairs and okay. they'll have a lot of room and um, it, it'll cool. be good. So, yeah, awesome, cool. All right, Jeff, how about you? What are you working on? Uh what am I working on? Uh, crashing through bolt action tables for Operation Snafu, getting them to look good. And trying to get them on theme, I I have these objective tables we use every year, and I, was, I keep thinking I want to use themed ones, and it's if I can get them done in time or not is right. is kind of a catcher it's, for it. It's I've, hard to make new ones every year for it's that. It's super hard every, every yeah. year. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I might just use ones I already have done, but I've got a couple days to decide on that. So. Because some of them are kind of theme to the idea anyway. They are. They are. Right. This is they, the first... I guess this is the first. I'm. We've had like regions. Mm-hmm. This one's a little more like just. Well, I guess we've had times too. I don't know. Yeah. We've kind of been all over the place yeah. as far as like how we theme it. Exactly. It'll be all right. So yeah, and then okay. I made one new scenario for the tournament, and uh, I've been trying to hunt through my old computer files for the scenario for the subboard in case that one comes back. Yeah, um, that's always fun. You know, I mean, I got the model, and it's doesn't do anything other than sit in a box if i don't put it on a table at some point so 
Yep, you know. that's perfect reason to bring it back. That's kind of what I think too. So that, uh, what else are we doing? Hobby related? Uh, finding three D printer files for Italian cavalry. I, I oh, bought those. I, yeah, I found those too. I that's bought that. I bought that set you sent me. I'm going to print those here in a little bit. I'm stoked to see them. Yeah, I think they'll be good. I think I think we're going to actually see some at uh, Operation Snafu. I hope so. I think I think uh, they squeaked in. So. Um, they squeaked in, in in army wise, but I do believe that I don't know if I'm spilling the beans here, but one of the players on the Axis side I think has those cavalry in his list. That's really? awesome. I think, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know if they're I don't know if they're those models with those rules, but they're using those models for their list. Hold on, I'm going to go look and see if I miss. I mean, it'd be super cool if someone did. Um. Well, I don't know. I don't see. Oh, there it is. Okay, there's. I'm gonna guess that's his. They, he just didn't name it. Come on, dude. <laughs> hey, I had one player listed as descendant a PDF labeled one. Well, Thanks I mean, yeah, that. that's the default when you oh. export maybe, from Easy maybe, Army. Maybe not. I don't recall seeing them. Not for recon, even. Uh, no, not for recon even. Well, I don't know if I saw. Yeah, I. I. Well, let me go back and read what he said in this thing. I'm following along here and someone was saying <laughs> yeah I specifically kept myself excluded from those just so I could completely remain objective mm-hmm. uh, okay so I don't know I'm 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 misreading what I read I think perfect well that happens. although hold on now oh, wait oh wait, oh, wait there's 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 more hold on what who is or not who is who is Minnesota Thunder God uh, <laughs> that's Tor. Tor, yeah. All right, I was looking at the wrong list. Hold on, let's see if uh, he probably sent his in as one. No, he did not. I don't know if I included his in the drop. I just grabbed those that were closest to the top. Yeah, I did not see. Uh, I don't see his in here. But he says he's. These are the. These are actually the mo- dudes I'm using. Exclamation point! They are very nice. Is what he said in the access channel. Uh. Um, well, now, maybe he's just using maybe he just is using them for an Italian army or something. I have no idea, but he's not bringing them or something. I don't specifically recall seeing anything in the list that were submitted, but then again, the weekend that I was checking them, I was a, l- a bit ill. So, fair. Yeah. Hey, Tor, if you're listening and we get this out before the tournament, bring one of those models so we can see it. Yeah, we want to see it. I don't know if they're good before I waste wait spend time printing them. <laughs> yeah, you've already yeah. bought them, so now it's just wasting. Yeah. Yeah. It's not wasting, but it's it's still fiddly bit I, I try to explain this to people like 3d printing on a resin printer if you do fiddly bits like single big models aren't too bad but if you do fiddly bits where like all the arms are separate and all the heads are separate that can be a real pain in the ass and these, so, that's, okay. that's what these look like and that's so. what these are so i want to know they're a good model before i go through the frustration of printing them right so oh and also for anyone out there that's curious about it i got talked in some old men talked me into playing black powder so i've been painting a couple black powder units sweet <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I have no idea how to play the game. I'm trying to learn that part too, but it looked fun. So, I I think I bought an old edition of it a while years back when it was like one of those fifty percent off things. Mm-hmm. I don't ever recall going through it. But are they doing twenty eight or fifteen mil? I think they're doing. They're, or I know they're doing twenty eight because I bought some twenty eight. Okay. I was kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping they do fifteen because I think you get cooler, bigger armies that way. But yeah, I don't know that cooler, bigger armies is the point of this. So, I feel like they're doing some small scale stuff for black powder or i don't know maybe it was civil war or something i don't remember yeah. 
I mean, I've, so I've got shit. the epic Civil War starter set for fifteen. That's maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, and it's a cool set. I mean, I, I'll, I'm going to drag it in someday when I'm to play it, but not that won't be today. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's what I've been up to with hobby stuff. So it's productive. No. Nice. Yeah, fun. All right, let's uh, let's talk the next top. top. No, sorry, I had to pull the agenda back up. Uh, we're going to talk rules like we always do, but I think it's going to be a little bit more thematic because we're going to talk about intelligence officers. What? what? Why, why are those important? Um, so players that would have read our intro and just the, just the two, three-line blurb that says, hey, what this tournament is about. Or anyone that's ever been here before. Or anyone that's ever even heard. We do have a lot well, of recently. Faces. We have a lot of new faces. Yeah. We do. Uh, and... Intelligence officers are highly encouraged to be yep. put into the army. Uh, now, just base rules alone, um, there's two ways you can take them. You can either take them as basically an attachment to your lieutenant squad, mm-hmm. which yep. is like 30 points regular. You get a dude, and then obviously there's inexperienced and veteran ver- versions of it. And then once per game, their special rule is you can roll a dice, and on a 4+, plus, which is modified by... Plus one if they're veteran, minus one if they're inexperienced. They get to choose the next dice that's coming out of the bag at the beginning of the turn. Yeah. Which the number of times you get to turn three or four and like, yeah. oh my god, I need that dice. This critical. is how you get that. Yep. In addition to other things for Snafu that. Right, and then the other way you can take him in a base platoon is what's called in an I and R infantry squad. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm which is basically a three to seven man squad. And in the FAQ, this does count towards your, you know, your base five infantry squads that you can have in a single platoon. Yep. So it's not like you're getting an extra infantry squad or anything, but you're getting this intelligence officer in that squad. So he's got a troop of guys and you're not tying him to the hip of your LT. Yep. So, and he gets the same thing once per game, you know, pulling that order dice. And I, I did have someone ask me the question earlier this week. Uh, how does communication break down with your work with the intelligence officer? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, communications breakdowns refers to it being drawn. It's also the first turn. If you're using your intelligence officer the first turn, you may have run into some other issues. Yeah. You may not be understanding right. what these things are useful for. Right, yes. Well, I mean, or something is not what you expected it to be or whatever. I don't know. But maybe you got lucky in deployment. I mean... I mean, right, there are opportunities where... Right. If, if the Tiger's sitting in the open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or you've screwed up and placed your artillery observer in line of sight of the sniper. Right, so... Right, right. get that shit done I guess, yep, so... Yeah. But, but it, you know, this... Uh, the communications breakdown was referring to the blind draw, and the intelligence officer is, you know, it chooses which mm-hmm. dice is coming out. Mm-hmm. So, difference. Difference. It me- so, meaning if you do at first turn, the intelligence officer supersedes the communication breakdown. It's not right? impacted by the communications right. breakdown. Right. Yep. Because the first dice is not drawn, it's just grabbed. From the back. Yep. It is selected and or yes. chosen. Yeah, I, I wanted to read all the words for that before I said anything during the question that I saw pop up, but I was I, I didn't have all the books in front of me, so I it, I would leave it to Warlord to have goofed up how they wrote those things, but Well, they they put them in so many different campaign books, and yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if there was a word or two different in each one of those. Right. Very you know, possibly. The, the great crappy pasta that they have going from book to book. 
well, and diff- different editors and stuff like right because it's you know they're Osprey's writing them so yeah very easily could be a different different uh, editor so oh what fun okay well but I mean what we use them for yeah is even more so we but I wait there's tr- more but wait there's more wait, so there's more. I always try to include at least a little boon in each non-objective table scenario that if you have an intelligence officer, it's a chance that it gives you a a small advantage. Mm -hmm. And then the big advantage comes in when we interweave that with our uh, air air control tower table and artillery table because you can use your... They can be directed to the non-objective tables by your teammate and your intelligence officer can make that chance of it being better far more successful mm-hmm. so and we've got some intricate workings on that which I'm sure uh, Dale and Rick will want to go over again before they start happening just to make sure we're all doing the things in the same sequence so but yeah so that's that's what an intelligence officer is that's what they do in the base game and they are even cooler in Operation Snafu yep. in my humble opinion we are slowly going to make unused units cool <laughs> Next is machine guns. Maybe. Um, uh, <laughs> well, Jeff uses them pretty well. It's it's Jeff and I this time because Dale will be traveling. That's right. Yep, yep, it'll be me. So if the Allies win, it's all on me, and if the Allies lose, it's because Dale wasn't there. I'm sure. That's that's correct. I don't I don't think my team has ever won an Operation Snapper, so. <laughs> It's time for a change. This this would have been your year. <laughs> yes, this was your year, yeah. <laughs> voted, just, yeah. Voted out the liaison officer. <laughs> oh, I would have been voted out long ago. <laughs> right. Uh, this is going to be, uh, I probably, I should have said this at the top, we're going to probably make this a little bit shorter episode because we'll be recording again, hopefully, next weekend. Yes. Um, so we're going to just cover a couple other things. We'll start now. Uh, we're going to go to, uh, you guys all traveled to Europe. Well, you you all guys, Jeff, Dale, and Pat went to Europe. Uh, to some of our listeners might have gone there too. Yes, I think probably some of them have, or were there. Did you? But meet some any? started in Europe, so <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, I know there were a couple of people that are you know on our Discord too. So mm-hmm. that yep. went. Um, I know Gordon was there, right? Gordon was there. Yeah, Gordon was there. Was, I yeah. got to play Gordon. That was one of awesome. my, was my favorite games, honestly. Awesome. I'm, I'm hopefully he enjoyed it too. We kept taking my picture during the game with him, so I, I oh. guess. <laughs> okay, that's a good sign. Well, yeah, that's not a bad sign. Yeah. All right, we're going to talk about a uh, world a uh, world open war that happened in England. I think is an official warlord tournament. Even. It was. It was. There's Marcus was running around yelling fifteen minutes left every every round. He was having a good time. Was he? he uh, was. was he running it or was he just helping? Helping. He was. He was helping. Okay. Yeah. Fabulous. It's, I mean, it's cool to see that Warlord was participating in a tournament. I know that. I know they used to run one like at their facility. Yeah, like do they do an open day at? Yeah, they used to somewhere. They've yeah. had open they days had in the past. At their facility. Yeah. Having that, seen it. Yeah. yeah, I think their new facility is not exactly set up for no um, a large a large attended tournament. Yeah. Okay. Well. Thankfully, there was a club in town that you guys got to play at. So, um, why don't you guys talk about that? Where, like, where was it? It sounds like it was in like an actual game club, like the thing that's foreign to United States players, and like this is a concept that is European. Yeah. So, 
It's in South End on the Sea, which is part of England, obviously. Uh, is that the name of the city? Yeah, South End on Sea. Yep, that's that's a badass name. I kind of like that name. But yeah. what do you, what was it about twenty five miles outside the edge of London? Yeah, a little. Yeah, probably okay. the yeah. very outskirts of it. Yeah. Okay. It, it, I found very much over there that the words they use actually describe what the thing is. Very until much you, so. In, until you say restroom. Toilet. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, no, it's a water closet, actually. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I mean also uh, an accurate name. Better what, than what, restroom. We have road construction, and we have to go to a detour. Over there, they call them diversions. Which is very accurate. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. just all those things. You know, we, we have yield signs. Their signs are the same thing, but say, give way. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just... Sure. They don't have an exit sign. They have way out. Yep. <laughs> okay. So South South End on Sea is exactly uh, where we were. <laughs> south End, and it was probably on the sea. It would be my guess. It sounds Correct. Yeah, true. Baltic. Yeah, yep. okay. All right. North Sea. North Sea. North Sea, not the Baltic. Jesus. Not okay. the Baltic. Wrong part of the Baltic. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, nowhere near the Baltic, right? No, not even close. Yeah, no. Geography um, sketch. So they have this club, and so there's a business that's next door to the club that owns the building they have. Yeah. And so he subleases the back part of this building, the front part of the other building, not their main business, is a different business they lease out, but they lease out the club area, or what is for the club area. So they basically have something the size of Dreamers that is their club. Okay. Wow, they fit a lot of tables in there. Uh, they also kind of expanded into what seemed to be a garage. Yeah, like a <laughs> service service yeah. garage at the back. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Effectively, I think it was the boiler room, actually, is what it used to be. Okay. Okay. So. It was cool enough. It felt like a garage, but so they have a ridiculous amount of train. Yeah, and yeah, I saw pictures. It's it was a, a lot. The nice thing they have that we don't have. So when I design tables and train, one of the key factors involved in that is it needs to be transportable. Yeah, portability. Yep. Their club does not require that. Right, because it's all on site and stays on site. Yeah. All on site, stays on site. Yep. Built on dedicated site. space. So that, in a sense, is really slick and nice to have. Yes. That is pretty slick. Uh, the two major downsides I have about the venue itself, for 50-some people that were in that building, there is one water closet. Yowch. Which is fine if all you got to do is the number one. Yeah, right. it's just one dude has to take a dump, and it's... Uh, one dude ate a little too much of the takayoki, and you're like, oh... It's game over, dude. God. It was good takayoki. It was, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes that octopus wants out. Ugh. Not the way it came, though. <laughs> Not the way it came, that's right. We all like a little tickle. Well, the yeah. shrimp does that. Yeah, shrimp does that sometimes, too. Shrimp, shrimp comes out everywhere. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a throwback. The other the other downside was the absolute lack of chairs to sit on. Yeah, for as oh. many for as much standing as you had to do, it was I think it was musical chairs. There were probably yeah one for every five people. Oh wow, yeah, that's that's hard. Which is a little rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, if we were all like super young, in shape guys, whatever, but we're not. Well, and I'm guessing there weren't fatigue mats at every table. Uh, no. I no, mean, the carpet I was have very, very thin. Of that, but yeah, yeah, you're in a warehouse essentially. Yeah. But to be fair um, to those guys, I mean these are these are logistical things, not specifically related to the tournament itself that we're 
nitpicking right, on right. here. Like, I mean, things that creature comforts we're used yeah, to. Creature right? comforts. Creature comforts is a good I way mean, to put it. Cheer, chairs are maybe not a creature comfort, but like, well. I, I, you know, I'm, I go back and forth on this because like, I love the idea of that, that they have a club that they can do all this stuff in. But I also like, if it's like supposed to be like a prestigious premier tournament, it's like, you know, I'm used to those being in relatively nice hotels and like, and again, you're paying a ton more for that. So it kind well, of is a give and take. To be fair, I mean, the tournament entry fee was dirt cheap for a tournament. Right. Right. Yeah. They kept the cost low because they have a space that they already yeah. basically own. Yeah. The or, expensive part was for us was, for us, was just yeah, getting, was there. getting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. But I'm just thinking of like, just like every grand tournament or thing we went to has yeah. always been in like a, you know, a swanky-ish hotel. I mean, not necessarily a swanky hotel, but... Well, yeah, but like with, a big space, lots. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know that might. I don't know what the rest of Europe is like because I've never been right. to any other tournaments except this one and, and the WTC one. But that, maybe that's an American thing where we expect we have expectations for big spaces. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, my my American butt wants a chair. I don't disagree with that. I, uh, and I if like that's some... the nitpicky thing, that's not that's not the end of the world. Getting getting a place to set down your army was also kind of tricky too. Yeah, there was yeah. limited real estate for that, and it went fast. Sure, I can. Yeah. And, and otherwise, you got to set like you have most people had a a board of some nature to move their army on, not necessarily yep. a display board, but a board to move it on, and that just got set down on top of the table, which meant sometimes terrain, terrain got knocked over, around. or yeah. you know, it's, and that's just that's the nature of the beast sometimes. Sure, I mean it's not ideal, but also it sounds like they got a lot of. A lot of people in a fairly small. They got a ton of people space. in a. It was uh, if as efficient as I think it could have been. Right, if there are fifty people playing. It means there are twenty-five tables. That's yeah. that's cons- that's a considerable amount of people. Yes, you know, in essentially a club versus yes. a like hotel banquet hall or something. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. and they had the train all. Um, the, the, they like had them like groups of two or three, and the groups of two or three were always themed to each other sure typically typically for the most part typically typically within reason and then so that meant your matchups your teammates were split usually between different rooms okay to, to get so that you had three different types of table that you were playing sure on. right so that wasn't just so all not all same. three of you were playing on a desert not all right. three of you were playing on a jungle so that, and that was that was nice it yeah. meant the pairings actually meant something a little it bit. It did. Yeah. yeah. Whereas so I was all the tried to find I yeah. tried to find Jeff matchups that had lots of buildings for his multi launcher. Yeah. Found a lot of good it did, but it was nice. Well, he had the option. I had the option, which was good. <laughs> um what I didn't like is the the attempt to do the whole three D terrain element. And I don't know if it's a Europe thing or if it's this club thing where they had Everything they were pounding the true line of sight left and right, yeah. and the stuff was there was three D elements to everything. Yeah, the, it, it made it, it expound on that. What does that mean by three D elements? The tables had a lot of many of the tables had a height variation in. Oh, like hills and shit. Hills, and yeah, stuff. but like okay. big hills, like half the board is a hill, right? Rather as opposed Ooh. to like we we put out like little hills sometimes when we make terrain, right. and these you are like block a little bit of space. These sure. are big ass hills, or or. Okay. Uh, there was a, a desert table where half, well, not half, uh, what do you think, a quarter of the table was a raised a third. ridge line? A third. A third of the table? Yeah. Yeah, and it was 
almost unplayable by one of the players. Right. Because it was impassable to get from the bottom to the top of that, except in like two spots. Oh, yikes. Right. So. Okay. And, and maybe stepping back, the tables themselves, first and foremost, I want to say were beautiful. Right? Yeah, the pictures I saw. I want to make absolutely clear, those tables were gorgeous. Yes. And because they didn't have to be moved, they had a lot of scatter terrain on them, even though it didn't sure. technically count as anything, but like, you know, gravel and and old MDF to make look like rubble and things like that. They were gorgeous tables. Absolutely beautiful. Um, that's not... The, <laughs> Americans, or at least every tournament we play in, has a different philosophy about that. Yeah. Um, we like clearly defined area terrain they were a lot more you know eh, kind of wishy-washy on it like right. we would use a base and put trees on it and be like on that base is the forest right yeah, they're like, the, the, the base is the base right the whereas forest. they're like i hate that so here's like 10 trees in an area and that area is you know dense terrain i, I right. they seem they must do that a lot because most of the european guys were kind of like yeah okay sure and i'm kind of like fuck like, like <laughs> to me it's like how do you define things exactly there's no room to get my model in. There's here also no goddamn room to get my model in there without knocking over the tree or setting guys up in the branches. And we were specifically told not to move shit. Yes. Right. That's, yeah, that's just, I mean, maybe, maybe very aesthetically pleasing, but maybe not functionally. Yeah. Pleasing. We, there was some, there was some, uh, my last game in particular, the train was extremely difficult to deal with and navigate. Uh, it had a river running in it. My models kept falling over. I couldn't position where I wanted to. We had one game where we literally lost 30 minutes trying to position models inside these buildings that didn't have removable roofs because oh we needed to be there. Yeah. And it was not just my opponent having the difficulty. I was having difficulty with them, too. So finally, we just, like, clumped them next to him and said, count them as in there. I'll give you a line of sight or whatever. But I can't. Right. I don't have the time to keep putting these things in there. Right. It got really, really tough yeah. to actually play in these terrains. Right. And for as much as we're like, we're going to put our models right there and it's going to be true line of sight, you eventually just started having to make compromises because it just wasn't possible sometimes. And right. if you're already having to make compromises, then it's defeating the purpose of having the, you well, know, having true line of sight. The ultra true line of sight yeah. thing. You know, it's just like, or fuck like, it, let's just put down. I remember they had like weird, they had like weird forest rules too, right? Like it was like you could charge in or it's crazy i don't remember what it was but it was weird ass like they had a weird well it, yeah it's, it's shit it's stuff that matters if where you need to have that defined edge at right right like i've got to be with an inch of the edge shooting out and and what you can charge into whether i'm a quarter inch back from the edge or at the edge is like that matters right. and we certainly play with clearly defined bases so we know exactly where that is right and right. that i mean that's good feedback they were they were pretty like, adamant they did not like having area train on bases, so I don't know that that will change. But did they yeah. give a good explanation as to why? Uh, I don't think we asked him for an. I don't think we specifically asked. I think he said he didn't like it, but right. I don't we think just, we specifically asked. No. We weren't digging for the why; we just wanted to know how to play it. Exactly. Right. Well, yeah, fair, we were fair. we were more concerned yeah. to just how to play it. Now, now it's the why. So if that person listens to this, why? Yeah. Well, and I think I, I mean again, it, aesthetically, it pro, it right. looks better, right? I'm sure it does, but it also makes it harder to play. Yeah, it, it, it does. But if you the goal, if you don't, if you don't have predefined bases either, then your forests can take any shape that you want them to, depending yeah. upon the table that you're yeah, building. Yeah. No, so. and and that's very true too. 
I, I'm sure aesthetically pleasing is much easier. And in a club level game, I'm sure it's not a big deal. Not at all. Like right where you're playing your club mates, and it's you know like you guys have kind of house ruled all this stuff, so you kind of know what's happening. But if you're at a tournament like where things like that matter, like then throw it on a base, dude. Yeah, it's, it's not hard to have like right the, the things that Pat was talking about earlier about the you know, uh, father and son gaming, right? Yep. You don't even have to attach the trees to it. Mm-hmm. Put a base down, put three trees on it, yep. that's a forest. Yeah. So it's not as pretty, but it functions well, and you can put your models So, in. I mean, um, not necessarily to play devil's advocate. I mean, my take on the terrain, um, my approach to the whole tournament, actually, um, I was going to play on whatever table that Pat needed me to play on. It didn't, right. it didn't make any difference, so I wasn't really as concerned. Um, the um, the clear delineation of the trees and the forest in particular, I'm I'm 100% on that. With we're used to having a base and knowing where that line is at and measuring, <clears throat> but the jungle boards, like the trees, one jungle board, the trees were lining the entire border of the yes. of the table. Yeah, and so you couldn't really, and so you couldn't really have it just be one base. That's the entire outline of the table. Um, and so, you know, some of yeah. the way that the tables were built or designed <clears throat> maybe didn't lend themselves to that type of application sure. of the bases and those kinds of things. And so that approach was, was certainly not anything that I had seen um, on the boards that, that we t- put together, that we play on. So that was that was unique in that regard. So, I mean, my take, um, Go ahead. and just, just to kind of, I my my sense is that three out of every ten tables was borderline unplayable from a terrain that's, perspective. That's, that's kind of high. It, it was higher than I had anticipated. For what's considered a where there were where there were tournament. where there were issues like there was a valley board um, with two large inclines on on both sides and a valley down the middle. The valley that, of death. That mm-hmm. just. With large, tracks, yeah. with large tracks, with large tracks of forest that was just blocking all kinds of line of sight. Um, sure. You know the you know, the the rivers, not necessarily a problem, but maybe where they were at, and how you could cross them or couldn't cross them were causing issues. The ravines on the desert boards were issues. Yep. Some of the Stalingrad factory buildings not being able to actually reach into the buildings were an issue, and so you know I feel like. Um, while while the tables were in fact beautiful, um, you know, it just you know I was my guess is I would I would put three out of every ten boards probably had significant functional issues on them. Okay, so yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. At half the boards I played on, there was at least a third of the board that just we just me and my opponent just ignored because you just really couldn't <laughs> yeah, do anything with that's it. That's a real thing. Like, just make a meat grinder in the middle and call it a day. Yeah, and, and I mean, and, and some of those things you kind of accept because mm-hmm. of. Sure. I mean, there's a there's a variety. They pose interesting tactical, you know, challenges to kind of overcome. Um, and so I can definitely appreciate, you know, but you can you can still have those challenges and not sacrifice functionality. Yes. Sure. Or or playability on the board itself. Right. 
And so, you know, and, and some of it is logistics. You know, they're they're using the space as efficiently as they could, mm-hmm. but you know, some of the boards. Um, I mean, we're typically it's six by four, and so you've yep. got your six and your four, but you've got an eight inch buffer um, on each long edge that you can kind of put your stuff down on. But then you find yourself if you're trying to reach across, it becomes really difficult because of all this additional space yeah, and yeah. things like that. So there were some I couldn't make it to the middle. So. Yeah, so there were some interesting, you know. And again, it's part of being in a club and, and things like that, and you find a way to kind of work around it. But you know, that might be something to kind of think about or consider or, or tweak a little yeah. bit. Um, and the club isn't designed exclusively <clears throat> for no, it is not at all. Right. Yeah, it isn't. So they do lots of other games there, and where the 3D elements of the, you know, charging a ridge with, like, you know, uh, black powder type era stuff is a thing. And so those those boards that they're, you know, using for that purpose are just reused for bolt action, Mm -hmm. which that's fine, but it, it was... The 3D elements they tried to really make a big... Um, point of emphasis with I found it made the game extremely more difficult to actually play and and compete with and I and again I'm going to chime in here I don't know if that's a difference between how Americans play Americans play and Europeans play I don't know if that's a common thing at European tournaments or not but at least for American tournaments that we play in that's not how we play terrain <laughs> and how we right. design terrain Right, right, and so, I, and so, and so, but I mean, more to the point is that um, there's a meta for armies. You know, everyone knows that we talk a lot about that. What's the meta? You know, what's the good? There's a meta for terrain too, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, this, and this is an important point. So yeah, yeah, and maybe that's why they see a lot more flamerless. Well, than we do. I don't even know if it's specifically that, but you know, if when you play terrain like. I'm going to just say it's radically different than how we play it here in the States because it is kind of radically different than how we play it in all the tournaments we played in before. It affects how your army plays significantly. You know, and sure. you would make different choices based on on what you might take in those situations. Like, you might, you might take more flamethrowers. You might take more assault-ish kind of infantry because... Those mountain squads might be pretty good. Those mountain squads would be fantastic on a couple of those boards, right? Yeah. Um, you know... And this this is going to touch into the player pack too. There was only one scenario that took kill points into consideration, and so I as that, a primary as the primary way as a primary scoring mechanism, mm-hmm. um, and that also radically affects army design. Right? I mean, there yeah. was normally you balance out horde lists by <laughs> uh, having kill points missions yeah. to like you know at least keep them honest and that wasn't really a thing here there was only one scenario out of it it's kind of like now did you guys see the scenarios before you had to submit your lists yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we did almost like a, almost like a year yeah we had tons I, i'm not it wasn't sprung on us right um, right but it all. still changes the meta for but sure but it still changes the meta of what you play yeah. mm-hmm. right and uh, you know to maybe wrap up the terrain the terrain issue um, the terrain was definitely a meta there was a meta to the boards themselves, mm-hmm. and you know, and so then, you know, maybe it makes the matchup process um, a little more interesting. Yeah, you know, because you're like, oh, you know, I've got multi launchers, so I'm interested in a, in a board with a lot of buildings on it. Yeah, or you know, I, I my fifth game, I, I played against my third Japanese army 
of the tournament and um, bamboo squads and um, one third of the board was a ruined building that they were allowed to run through oh and and it's like well i've lost this game yeah why were they allowed to um just how they ruled the terrain that's how they ruled the terrain on that board so like it was a it was a ruined building so they got to run through and have the benefit of hardcover exactly Exactly, yep. and the rest of the board um, were oh were eight other ruined buildings, um, yep. symmetrically placed, and it's you know with true line of sight. Although it's all dense terrain, and so it's it's just so so. Um, this is the first tournament I feel like where I, um, I, I, I was like I think Jeff and I we discussed this that there was a terrain meta. At the tournament, and so it's and I, I actually I kind of found that to be really I I actually I like how they ruled the terrain, and I like that choosing a board matters and choosing a side of the board matters and all those kinds of things. Sure. But you know sometimes a matchup is just not going to be in your favor, yeah. and um, I felt like a board and the terrain on the board um, had an outsized impact on that matchup. Um, then maybe it it should have been. It wasn't awful, but I didn't appreciate that going into it. So, yeah, and they could run through it. Yep, on on that board, on that. Yeah, board. that's just. No, so was yeah. was their rationale? I mean, you maybe have to. I asked Russ. Here. I asked Russ, and he said it, it, it would have, it, it would the, the board would have played too slowly then. Yeah, that's. I mean, if there's too much of it. But still, yeah, but if you've got three or four 15-man bamboo squad yeah, and running right. down that's insane. That getting hard cover the whole time, yes. getting to run as fast yeah. as they can. It yeah, plays too slowly, but it doesn't insane. let shooting armies to shoot right. the advancing I mean, foe. Yeah, it blows, it blows in your play Japanese. So, uh, but, primarily shooting but, game, but this, yeah. But I, I, I accepted that matchup because I knew that that my two partners were going to win theirs. So, sure, sure. Yeah, I won mine. I don't remember if Jeff won. I did. That one or not. Okay. Well, there you go. See? Well, there you go. So then it worked out. Yeah. yeah. And there's took it on the chin. There was there was one other terrain. This like this a is champ. like a champ. This is a funny one for terrain for me because there were one or two rulings that they told us outright at the beginning that I was really kind of like, oh. And one of them was there was a three set of tables that had railroad tracks down the middle. Oh, and they're like, man. okay, so here's the thing: wheeled vehicles can't cross those railroad tracks. At all, at all, and it and it ran all the way across. Yeah, the table. completely. Yeah, and, and, and center tables. the table, end to end, long, long wise. So, so you couldn't get your wheeled vehicle across the table. Correct. No. And I kind of looked, and I'm like, so why? Unless you, unless you outflanked with them past the road. Yes. Sure, that's the only way. Yeah. Have and to I was like, to do that. why? And he's like, well, we've got a guy in the club that insists you couldn't drive a truck across railroad tracks, and I'm like. The hell you can! I do it all the time. <laughs> the yeah. Watch me now. Now, to be fair, I think most of European trains are like raised a bit, but they definitely still let cars cross them at points. I mean, well, no, no, just any any point. point. I could. I have driven a pickup truck. We'll go with that across railroad tracks, raised railroad tracks, across a bermed across a across a raised railroad track. Railroad track. Sure. sure, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, you sure. just. I mean, you wouldn't drive fast across it. No, no, you yeah. creep it up, but sure. you certainly can do it. I, we played in the table, and we had all the captains. And the other the other matchup was in the same room. We all conceded the fact that vehicles could advance across it, but not run across it. Yeah, we, sure, we, that's fine. We yeah, fixed that would it. Make sense. But I was like, yeah. "What the hell?" And then but, they had another table that was like, 
I loved the idea of this. It was a frozen river table. There was like two. There was two small rivers under the frozen. The problem was they're like nothing can cross the ice. Yeah, nothing can cross the ice. Nothing Why are they frozen. Why are well, they frozen? Like, that's what I'm like. I'm like, dude, it's too like, dangerous. Dude, we, we like drive across frozen shit all the time here, man. We're from Minnesota, <laughs> man. That's like half our half our year we're driving on lakes and shit. Yeah, it's like there's cities that get built on this shit. And so you couldn't. So it's fine. And infantry couldn't cross it either. And I'm like, dude, man, people cross this shit all the time on foot. But okay. Yeah. But the problem was, and I I played on that table, and I picked the wrong side because I, you know, I, my brain just didn't process it. That left three six inch crossings to get a, any anything, oh. including infantry out of my side of the goddamn table. Youch. And it's my fault. I picked that side of the table, right? There's no one to blame yep. but me. But I was like, my brain just wasn't processing that, holy shit, you're going to not be able to move anything out of here. <laughs> that was, that was going to be a question I had about that. Did the tables seem, I mean, you just said, you just answered my question on at least one table. Did the tables seem fair? Like maybe there's still, you know, interesting choices between sides, but it's not like one side's completely getting fucked every time. I think there was a split. Some tables were very I'd say, even. I'd say about 50-50. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That seems, that seems. My like last it. game for sure, I lost the game on table side roll. Yeah. It was wow. just done. There were yeah, there were definitely some tables where one side was dramatically better than the yeah. other. Yeah, I mean, table side could could make a difference, and then and which armies you're putting on which tables can make a difference too. So I mean, sure. you know, the decision space was 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 pretty open. So yep. Okay. And, Interesting. And the thing is, is that's that's it's fine to have tables like that now. When Pat and I and anyone else are designing tables here, we, we don't do that. We try no. to make them... They don't have to be symmetrical, but they need to be... We try to make them fair. I don't, And I don't want anyone to have a bad time if they're playing on my tables. Correct. Right. Period. You, you might have different advantages to each side. Yes. Right. Yes. There is an advantage to the side. There is an not, advantage to taking. You, there is something you can use to take advantage. Yeah. Whereas... Right. That, that riverboard sounds like you just I, kind of I absolutely and, and the thing was is I won the damn roll I picked that side that's yeah, my fault yeah right right I screwed yeah, that I mean, up but. you can blame yourself but it still sounds like the table like, I, I'm thinking about this we're talking about this right we kind of grew up wargaming a lot in tournaments so we've seen a lot of different tournament like tables for different game systems and stuff so I think we've recognized the functionality of some of that stuff where like in a club setting Maybe it's a little different, like right. You're willing to forego some of that stuff, yeah. maybe, or you know, right? Like, it's definitely like there's definitely tournaments we go to. Like, I would never make that stupid dwarf table from Wapaka. Oh, Jesus, no. dice. oh, the dwarven <laughs> hold. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or I don't know. There was the troll one. The troll hole. There oh, was like God. a hole that sucked your like ate your dice. Ate your dice hole. You're like there's a hole in the thing. eighteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. But I, I don't know. Just thinking about like the difference. Like it's not even like European versus. It's a design American. philosophy. I maybe think. it's yeah. Maybe it's a like veteran tournament war game versus club war game type right. scenario here. It, they were definitely interesting tables. There were elements on them we're not used to seeing. Um, oh, but it was that's cool. You, I mean, I in particular felt really stupid once I realized I was like, "Fuck, I can't cross this ice," and I was like, "I am stupid." And it was a huge detriment to me, and it, it, it slowed my opponent down after he'd already won the game. So, I mean, yeah, cool. But, you know, I mean, it was like six. It serves and, him right. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it was my fault. But still, it's just it's things we don't play with. And, you know, when you've got 100 things your brain's thinking about, sometimes you miss things like that. You know, your brain sure. doesn't process, holy shit, I'm going to be stuck in this corner. 
but 100% right. my fault. But still. So anyway, again, I don't. I know we're we're kind of talking a lot, but the train itself was beautiful. And I don't want to take anything away from the club. I mean, it, it was, it was beautiful. Train. Yeah. And if we were coming to like a, a more casual tournament, I would love that, right? Yeah, like some of those like three long, t- like stuck together tables would be fun to play. Oh my god, it'd be so fun to play a big. Center. Yeah, get your yeah. boys together and play a couple. Yeah, I was games. gonna say there's more a couple times I talked to the opponent on my right and left to say, "Do you need a hand? I, I, I got him. I got him beat here. I can send some help your way. <laughs> send over some yeah. reinforcements." And there's one part where somebody actually did kind of inadvertently start to reinforce on my board, and I'm like, "You know, you, hey. you're." off the board right he's like oh shit. yeah the, yeah, yeah those ones that are like three long ones sometimes it wasn't a super clear where one ended and one started yeah that's i mean that's where masking tape becomes your friend <laughs> yeah yeah we had there's one point where we were putting our, our dice kills on our opponent's table yeah. piece of terrain. <laughs> <laughs> not even realizing it <laughs> until they're like had to put their own up there like hey can you put that in your table oh yeah sorry oh, sorry about that eh? my bad <laughs> that's yeah. funny okay uh no. yeah a player pack. Did we? How did we feel about the player pack? How did I feel about it? I thought it was fine. So the information pack, got opinion. to us. Great information got to us in a very timely manner and was very easy for us to read. Yeah. Nothing was given to us day of. So, not the dude, scenario. Yeah, not a fan of that. Is that a thing over there? Because that's like the second tournament. I don't tournament know. Is so the last I, time I we think give us one in Europe. Your, your individual players are supposed to be responsible for printing your own player packs. That's insane. Well, well it's I mean, not insane. It's if maybe it's just how they that, do it. It's perfectly sure, normal. Right? Sure, sure, sure. Right. It's just not yeah, how we fair. do. It's not how we do it in the states. In the states, TO provides you packets. Well, especially the scenarios. I, yeah, the just scenarios. the scenarios. I don't need the player pack again yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Like if you want to include a one pager that talks about like claiming objectives and whatnot, like, fine, sure. But like, absolutely should have every scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I, I don't know. To me, that's like, well, when did you put, print the player pack? Did we make updates to the player pack? How, like, you know, there's like a million variables to that. And if, right, if yeah. someone's got a different pack. Well, like, once you've printed it, it's out of date. Well, there is that. Yeah, for sure. But the thing was, is I think almost every other team had them printed, the ones that had put yeah. out there. So it must be just a year. Three ring binder and sleeved. Right? And we, we were the idiots, not them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just we're used to we're used to that shit getting provided to us. Yes. I still think it's better to get provided to you, like, a day of. Like, here's snare. In case there's any changes that you've made yep. between when you've released it, sent it out, whatever, yep. to yeah. playing it. This right. is absolute the one you're playing right now. No, I mean, not not saying anyone did this, but, like, did you change it? Like, like, could you make the scenario different if you so chose? Like, there's lots could, of PDF editors out there, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's easy. I could do that in my sleep. But like, right. I, I, I'm not saying anyone would ever do that. But it's like it, you know, when it comes from the TO, you know, it's yep. official. You know, it's official. It's it's their version of the scenario. Like like, right? I'm thinking of right. Somebody used a scenario from the book, but they changed something about it. Right, like that happens a lot in tournaments where we change yep. the book, the base book scenario to be yeah. our flavor of it. Well, what if someone's like, "Oh, it's it's key positions. I'm just going to print that shit out." I'm and just it's like use my book for right. key positions. Well, no, right. that's not that's what not it is. the ac- that's not accurate. And now yes. we have a dis- have to have a discussion about it. Whereas if like someone hands you here's pa- here's game one scenario, everyone gets the same copy. It's done. Like it should be easy. I, I don't know. That's a weird weird uh, us thing. We should have asked. It, like, you guys should have asked that maybe. I guess. And 
Well, I mean, I think I think for future reference, and this goes to if any of our listeners play in an international tournament out there, if you guys ever go to uh, World Open War or if you choose to go to WTC or any other tournament in Europe, understand you should print your own packet before you go. And, and, yeah. maybe that, and maybe someone listening in the States is like, well, duh, that's common sense. Well, it obviously isn't common. It's maybe just sense. Let's, we, we give our scenarios out. We give ours out. That's right. And, and every tournament I've played in the upper Midwest has TO provided scenarios at the yep. tournament. Yep. yep. I, I think we've gotten to the point where we will only hand you the scenario of the game you're playing so you don't accidentally really lose it. Play, well, play the wrong, play the wrong scenario. Or play the wrong scenario, yeah. We've definitely had that happen. Well, we've had it happen. Well, we had it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so. yeah. There's been at least a couple of incidents yeah. where, so if you hand them one piece of paper... Here's your t- here's your game. Yep. Here's Go what you're it. playing right now. Yeah. Okay, right. great. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Can't screw it up. Yeah. Well, you, people still can, but it's less chance. <laughs> less chance. It's, less it's chance. one less thing. To, it's one, one less thing to less think about. Yeah. yeah. Other yeah. than that, I thought the player pack was fine. The comp pack was great. I I was super happy with everything. You know, it yep. seemed like a well well run well, I, and well thought out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't agree I liked with it. all this. I thought I it was good. Agree with all the decisions they made, but that doesn't mean that they weren't well thought out and like. Right, they had people involved in the discussion of how those decisions yeah. were made, and, yep. stuff and they were communicated, and, and so right. we all they knew what was clear. what was yep. being played. Yep. Yeah, yep. yep, exactly. Clearly communicated stuff, which is great. It's just some of the decisions I I, I scratch my head at as a, a outside observer, but cool. Um, why don't you guys give kind of a highlight of your games that you guys had? I mean, like I don't think we're going to go blow for blow here, but you know, anything that stood out. Um, well, let's see, you, like, I had what, who you guys played, like not necessarily who you played, but like what countries in each round or something like that. I don't know. We played Wales first round. Yeah. Poland. Um, Poland the second round. Yeah. South Africa third round. South Africa the third round. Cool. That was your pool group, right? That was our pool yeah, group. Yep. Pool group. Yep. We finished not in the bottom, but right next to the people that were in the bottom, yeah. and also right next to the people that were in the second. So third. Yeah, third. I and went. I went. One and two the first day. One. I went two and one. One, one, and one. Okay. So we're and by far my favorite game was uh, my game three against Garden. Yeah, my, that we had so much fun. My game three against uh, I and I'm forgetting his name right off the top, but the other South Africa fellow was super fun. I played Mike uh, from South Africa in round three. Um, I won that game. He had a Japanese swarm. It was definitely enjoyable, but I think we were we were tired. My second game, um, I played uh, uh, this Polish matchup. Um, he cheated. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, is this the Brandenburgers? Yeah, it's the Brandenburgers guy. Jesus. And so he he told me the way Brandon's burgers work, and it's not how Brandenburgers work. Um, and in my first uh, first matchup, I played Paul. Um, I actually had a really good time with Paul. I made a couple of mistakes, um, tried to swing it in the middle of it, but my T28 rolled on and it got really jammed up and, and just couldn't kill anything. Um, and then he had uh, paratrooper Gurkhas. I'm just like, I'm like, and he's like, I don't understand why the Gurkha players don't make them paratroopers. Why don't they just pay for it? And then I walked up and flamethrower to group and killed a bunch of them and <laughs> and then they they're stubborn and i'm like fucking hell yeah, anyways fucking it was a good time of, yeah. yeah it was still on fire though yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, my, my first game, I forgot who I played, but I got my indirect stuff got sixed off. And, you know, it was. As soon as he had two other dice, that was it. The game was over at that point. He sixed off two of my things, and I couldn't do anything the rest of the game. And, I, yeah, just wrapped up. Nothing went great. Which is kind of the verse that I had in my game five, whereas I just destroyed everything, like, end of round two, and just mopped up the rest of the game. Yeah. So, I mean, that, I had two absolute dice games. It didn't matter who I played against or who played against me. The dice just lost me one and won me, won me one. So... <laughs> Did uh, this is a dumb question that I could ask earlier? Did they uh, they didn't provide dice or did they provide dice? They did not. Did not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So for me, at Gabe one, Paul's a much better player than I am. I deserve the win. Uh, Paul Wickens. Yes. Um, Gabe two, <clears throat> when we played the Polish, um, I was making a move to kind of bring it back to a draw, and then the Brandon Burger thing happened, and kind of squelched any of that opportunity. It wasn't until afterwards that I was asking about Brandenburgers and discovered that it's not at all what they do. And then game three, um, I think Mike was tired, but I just rolled up on his, his Japanese and cleared them off pretty pretty easily. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, my, I mean, my day one games were all very enjoyable. Uh, I tied that first game against against the fella. I was... Jesus Christ, I was up four dice on him, and I'm like, I turned to Pat, and I'm like, hey, is there like a time where we don't pull more, pull for the next round? And I get done asking that, and I don't see a judge, like, yeah, we'll just pull the next round. We pull one dice, guy comes by, don't pull any more dice, don't start a new round. Fuck. <laughs> and oh, he, he, like killed, starting a new he round. killed six units in that last town round to bring it back to a tie. Oh, bummer. I was like, son of a bitch. I had to win. If I'd have, if I'd have gone to take a piss, I had to win. <laughs> if you had fish-fingered for a little while. Yeah, long. I mean, you don't want to win that way, but it's, just, no, it's no, hard no. not to kick yourself a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you, like, played an if entire round. I just take it a pause. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I was we, – we talked about this in the previous episode before we went about – they made a, a point of emphasis about how uh, having a foobar works, and we were all like – well, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely how it works. I know now why they made that point of emphasis. Because the general I was playing against in game two, I had Fubard with a unit that had four SMGs, and they were, you know, off in one part of the board uh, oh my gosh. behind <laughs> rough cover. Yeah. And he's like, okay, they Fubar. This unit shoots this unit. I'm like, no. no. That's this, is like this is like two feet away from the unit that's foobard. He wants the unit over them to shoot next to each other because they're within 12 inches and within 12 inches of one of his units. I'm like, that's not how this uh, works at all. And he kept insisting it was, and his English was not that great. And I'm I'm getting a little animated at this point. Right. And so finally I have to get Kristoff, uh, who's the captain. I'm like, he's like, I'll, hang on, I'll explain it to him. And I'm like, I'm still like, there's no way in hell that's freaking right. I know how the goddamn game is played. I studied this damn thing. I know this is how it's played. And finally, he's like, I explained it to him. You're absolutely right. He's absolutely wrong. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I had that, and I had another, another foobar happen in a different game. And the, the German player tried to do the same thing. I'm like, no. <laughs> What, what exactly the were unit, they trying to do? The unit that Fubard has to do the shooting. Oh, they were trying to get another unit They're to shoot They're trying to get another unit to shoot another unit because what? both of them were within 12 inches of another unit. Yeah. I'm like, no, that, no the unit yeah, that activated no, yeah. has to shoot. 
Right. This has nothing to do with anyone else on the table. They can right. shoot other people, yes. Right. Uh, and I, a, a judge was there at that moment, and, you know, we went through it step by step, and it was exactly as I had said it was. Okay, now, this unit that food bard, pretend it's your unit. It has <laughs> to shoot something. What do you want to shoot? And whatever you want to shoot has to be within 12 inches of one of your models. Yep. That's right. simple. It's, it's yeah, yep. once you sit down and really, really read it, it's not that hard. Yeah. But, so I, I laughed at why they made such an emphasis of that, but I, I take it, it sense, back. Yeah. I mean, and that's yeah. twice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Fortunately, those sit, are my only two foo bars. But we essentially go over to the table and someone foo bars and help them. Yeah, we do. <laughs> like it's kind of like we're just hand holding it. Like no, no, hey, no, you want to shoot these guys? Definitely, this is a much better target. Yeah, you do that. I yeah. I am happy to say, and I, I'm going to put that out there so because I'm going to be quiet for this next part. But I am happy to say I did not have any problems with anyone I played. We had that's good. We had one disagreement about how far a guy could move, which I don't know how to fix that. So like. I had a bazooka team that was going to poke past a squad and shoot at a tank. And sure. I gave him the order dice to advance. I moved him. I set him down. I said, I'm going to shoot that tank. And he says, I think you moved them more than six inches. And I said, I don't think I did. And I flipped the ruler over to show him. But you've already picked him up. And it's like, how do you know where that first yeah. starting line was? And I was like, okay, well, there's no way to fix this now. But I'll take a shot at something else because it doesn't matter. But I was like, it's fine, right? It's fine, whatever. And I had one where he had a unit near an objective. It came on from outflank. And at the end of the game, did it look like it was within three inches? Probably. But it was close enough. I asked a TO, TO to come over and measure it because it mattered. That's, right. I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but I want <laughs> if, it's, if it's a difference between winning and losing a game, I'm going to make somebody officially measure it. Just how it is. Sure. Yeah. No, that's fair. Other than that, I did not have any bad interactions in any game, and I'm super happy about that. That's great. Was it loud? I don't oh, think no. so. It, was no. it wasn't terrible, Average. no, yeah. It wasn't no. bad. Okay. Okay. It That's wasn't great. get a headache, can't hear yourself, think loud. Yeah. But well, there was, I mean, there was just, guys talking. Yeah, I, I, right, as, as there is going to be. I was just thinking yeah. like, from, the, from the other tournament, right, just English as a second language. Right. Uh, the, the language barrier issues. Wasn't too bad. Not nearly as bad as it has okay. been. Yeah, yeah I don't feel like nice. that was yeah. – I don't feel like that was – I mean, I had, I had my one game where, you know, the way that it was being played was misrepresented. Um, but I, I don't really feel any animosity or really felt like there was any animosity directed at me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, to be I, fair, I think Brandenburgers are hard. They could probably, no, I think he knew what he was doing. I think, oh, I think he oh. knew what he was doing. Okay. Um, That's disappointing. But maybe the German or maybe the Polish uh, translation of it has something different. Well, in any event, in any event, um, in spite of all of that, you know, a chance at the end to kind of bring it back, which is kind of all I was playing for anyways. Sure. Um, I still managed to have a good time. I wasn't, I wasn't really trying to, I had no, you know, feelings that I was going to win all of my games or anything. That was dispelled pretty quickly against Paul after the first game. But, um, yeah, well, you know. Keep in mind that of the other teams that were there, uh, each country, each team had at least 8 to 12 people that wanted to go. So they had yep. tournaments to decide who got to go. Sure. Right. So like the three best from each of these countries right. essentially. Well, yes. And yes. You know, that's, that, you know, that's, that's fine. Team. That's great. So, yeah. but again, I had a great time against Paul. Um, the second game, I didn't, it, it didn't really go my way, but you know, I'm, I'm still trying, I'm pushing as best I can until the end. Mm-hmm. The third game went my way and, and had a nice time. So after the first day, yeah, I was, I was not unhappy with the result and I felt like, 
I felt like, I mean, things ran on time. Yeah, that's um, good. Uh, Russell was available in case there were any questions. Yep. Um, it was really responsive. Was there more than one? Was there more than one referee? There were like yes. five or six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fabulous. That's There's great. Another. Um, okay. Good. Other, other than what happened with the Brandenburgers and maybe a, a few other things, um, you know, everything was quick. People were pulling dice. It was, yeah, I had, I had, I had a good time. Yep. Uh, I will, I will say that um, at the end of day one, we did lead the pack in secondary objectives. Yeah. We're very good at secondary go. objectives. Yeah. There you go. That's a win in some regard. Well, I think after our round one, we decided that was our secret objective. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Take all the secondaries. Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. we don't usually have those in the States. You know, we don't have it's an actual physical objective that you have to take for like the secondary. Claim, okay, so claiming an objective was yes. just a, a, a mark on the table that you had to take. Yeah. Yep, yep. that was okay. it literally it had nothing to do with the victory conditions. It was just the tiebreakers was to claim the secondary objective on the table. Yeah, yeah. Yep. okay. Makes sense. Cool. So, uh, day two, I think, who have we played day, day, game one, day two? Is that... Uh, Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah, because yeah. it was the... Yeah, Swiss was first round, yep. Yeah. So, day two, you basically, they rearranged the pools, so and now we're all playing, your third-place teams are in the same pool. Yep. And you're going to play everybody in your third-place pool. Yep. Right. And the best so, record out of that wins the pool. Yep. Right. And then there's a prize, but not, you're not ranking. So, no anything. chance of yep. playing the same team twice right. which is which is nice at all super nice. nice it is nice yeah. not even a possibility well right because yeah, each of them got put into different and pools. by scores i think germany would have had to and so the two german teams switched places i, I remember yeah. seeing something about them switching them. which is fine because yeah. i much like us i don't want to play the same team again well and, yeah and quite honestly it didn't put them into the first pool so it probably didn't, doesn't really matter doesn't matter as far as like the championship goes right yeah. They did just fine in the third pool. And they did just fine in the third pool, so whatever. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, with Switzerland, um, I like the Swiss guys. It was fun. I had a good game with them. This is my most boring game yet. Oh. I had oh, Actually, no. I had one really great moment. So, it's, it's British on British. And then both of our artillery strikes drifted onto ourselves. <laughs> so, Genius. Just, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, but he had a unit of like seven uh, paratroopers charge my uh, observer team, which I have three guys all modeled with SMGs. Nice. And he gets one guy only, so he does poor roll because he's got veterans charging regulars. Uh, I roll my two dice back, I get a hit, and I roll another one, and I get another hit. He's like, Would you roll a second dice for? I said, They have SMGs, they're tough fighters. Yeah. That's two guys. I just beat you. He's like, Nothing. Dead fucking silence. Stowed face. Picks up his miniatures. Doesn't say a fucking word the rest of the game. He was pissed at me because I had... Because you modeled your guys with SMGs. Because you actually had them modeled correctly. Yes. And and, and that's like a paid-for upgrade for them, isn't it? No. No, as modeled. It's HQ. It's it's as modeled. As modeled. I mean, you can't throw a bazooka on them, but... Right, you, you right, can put right, SMGs, right. pistols, or rifles. Yeah. Right, or a sword if you're Japanese. Or a sword if you're Japanese. As, as a yes. side note, I get a kick out of the fact everyone assumed my lieutenant had an SMG, and I kept being like, no, it's a rifle, because I'm American. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather have a nice. rifle. I want the rifle. <laughs> but my first game, it it was a very back-and-forth game. It was boring. I felt like I was behind the whole time, because the guy had 20 freaking order dice. Wowzers. And using those three... Uh, Motorcycle sidecars. Um, I'm looking into that now because oh, those yeah. were awesome. They're great. 
Yeah, they are really, really good. Yeah. Uh, and it came, it came down to I went from a win to a loss on the last dice of the game. Oh, so bummer. It it just happened to go his way. He just got the he got like the five and the six that he needed, and I I missed mine with with fours, and it was just like. Okay, well, I was in it all the way to the end, so at least that was fun. And I and he didn't say another word after he charged my uh, <laughs> my my three guy squad with his seven. <laughs> oh, that was hysterical. Uh, that was a bolt action happens moment, that's for sure. Because yep. <laughs> I had it later where he had guys sitting on objective, and I charged my Maori, and he's like, "I'm going to react fire." I said, "They're Maori. No, you're, not. Yeah. you're not. They're blood curdling charge." And so I had the charge on him with my tough fighters and i flubbed my rolls too and he got one guy and you know so there it you know, is it comes and goes even though yeah yep. it was hysterical though. had a good game uh we were playing on the airfield table so kind of in a wide open runway with a couple of airplanes on it um, again another japanese player um he probably Jeez. would have won if he had actually just kind of pushed forward with all of his guys in one go but he kind of staggered them a little bit and it just allowed me to hold him off long enough to, to take the win in the end off of him. So um, my T-28 actually was doing pretty good here. He couldn't – I kept moving it. It's slow. It only, it only advances six inches. And so um, this is one of those where um, if you can get forward and, and contest objectives, um, I just had to watch out for his um, uh, his suicide anti-tank guys. And yeah. he just couldn't get them – he couldn't get the dice advantage to move them at the end of the turn and then draw at the beginning to come and take my T28. And so I was always usually activating my T28 last, so I'd pop the top for the pentole and get some extra shots. And But, um, yeah, that was my second victory against Japanese in the tournament, so. <laughs> nice gun. You just, I think you yeah. just have to be patient. You just have to make it as hard as you can for them to get across to you, right. and counter and, and counter punch as hard as you can. So, right. Yeah. Okay. But fun, a good game, and and he was at a little bit of a disadvantage on that one because it was so wide open, um, in the middle of uh, in the middle of the thing. And this was one. He didn't have hard cover. He could run behind um, the whole time. Well, yeah, up to you know his deployment zone that 12 inches but again this is one where you want to get across to c uh, capture objectives and things like that yep. sure and um i don't know if this if it was this one or the fifth one uh the fifth match where jeff and i we were talking because you you set up objectives and i intentionally buried an objective in one corner to give a distinct advantage to one side and then I lost the role for the side. Yeah, I did, and I did the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, you guys both. That was that happens to was me. That, I never do that because it always Was that in the fourth game, Jeff? Is that when we did that? Uh, I don't remember. If that yeah, happened. no, that was game That was game right. one. That was day one. Day, game one, day two. Yeah, so that was – I did that, but I was able to – You're talking about it a lot. I was able to push him away long enough to still pick up the win on that one. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't do that for a reason because I always lose that role. Yeah, I, I need to learn that lesson, and I haven't yet. <laughs> and then you're fighting an uphill battle the entire Oh, yeah, game. you're way behind the eight ball when you never, do that. Never, never. <laughs> yeah. Close to the center is a nice spot to be. Yep. 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 I like I like them kind of evenly spread out as best you can, north near the center, right? Maybe be able to support two of them if you can. Yep. Yep. 
Who was our next round? Was that, uh, we, we, that was Germany? Germany, yeah. That was one. Of my, that was my frozen river table. I lost that as soon yep. as I picked the wrong side of the table. And to be fair, I, it was Manuel, and he is a great player, and he just absolutely destroyed me. No, I I played Manuel. Oh, who the hell did I play then? Because Manuel's running the Japanese. Yeah, and oh, I played sure. Manuel, and he destroyed me. Well, so. Okay, well the guy had a shirt that said Manuel on it, so. That's He's funny. wearing someone else's shirt then. Anyway, the guy I played is... Maybe they're all Manuel. Maybe they are. I don't know. He's a super du- cool dude. He absolutely just manhandled me. I have not been manhandled like that in a game of bolt action in a long time. And kudos to him for the win. But it was brutal. <laughs> I, play, I played uh, Frank. Frank was a hell of a nice guy. And I had the everything's going to work this time game. Oh, yeah. My artillery strike destroyed three units. I sixed off his Neverwolfer with my artillery. Nice. Uh, sixed off his sniper with the mortar. Jeez. So, like, end of turn two, I'm up six dice already. Jeez. Holy cow. Okay. And then he goes, if you blow up my tank, the game's over. I'm like, well, you got three guys in trucks and outflank that have flamethrowers, which didn't come in for the first two rounds. <laughs> Ooh. But that they're in reserve, and I just and then uh, Russ comes over to me and he sees what's going on. He goes, "Pat, you know Star Wars, right?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Let the Wookie win." Frank was a very large guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Let the Wookie win, man." I'm like, "It's not me. It's the dice." And Frank's like, "He ain't lying. The dice are absolutely killing. It doesn't matter who's on this side of the table. The the dice chose that game." You so just, it was, just run everything instead of shooting with them. Oh my god, it was, it was hysterical. But then this is this is one where I had the foobar, my my uh, gunboat steward foobard, and destroyed my Gurkhas. And then I get my flamethrower team up, which misses, and then runs out of fuel. Those are the first two order dice he got off me. <laughs> Yikes! So he's like, "You're killing your own dice, and you're helping me out. It's the only way I'm going to win this thing." <laughs> So after he got a couple of their little cheeky wins out of there, I started pulling back, and you know I was still, I was still up uh, eight dice to four, and had the center objective, and he had nothing. So yeah, it was, it was a big win for me on that one. Nice. Yeah, I got crushed. Well, um, he had a spigot mortar, and he sixed off one unit of scouts, and then he sixed off my twelve-man uh, free squad. Jeez. And then with his mortar, uh, or no, that was with his second hit on his spigot mortar. And then um, he had, uh, and then he had a, a heavy mortar that took out. Um, what else? Uh, and he sixed off he, three of my units. <laughs> he, had, he, had a, he had a spigot mortar and a heavy mortar. Yes, spigot mortar's artillery. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Thank and you. so, yeah, yeah. and then of course he had. He had the those long building, uh, rough ground that he could just run his. Uh, he could run his spearman through <laughs> onto my objective. So, um, but Manuel, he's yeah. he's a fantastic player. Um, you know, it didn't very clean. He played it really crisply. Um, yeah, there wasn't. I mean, I'm I'm looking at the table, and I was the last matchup, and I was. I told Pat, I'm like, listen, I'll play whoever, wherever you need me to play. It's not going to make any difference. 
And but that was the one round where I'm like, oh please, don't put me on this table against the Japanese. <laughs> you didn't say that out loud. Well, no, of course not. I was thinking that. <laughs> um, and so, and that's just kind of that's just kind of how it worked out. But still, it it could be it could be a lot of fun playing against a really good player um, who doesn't make mistakes and plays really cleanly. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be that can be fun in its own way, in spite of what may be a poor matchup, whether it's because of the terrain, or or just the matchups of the armies themselves. Um, and so that was it was still it was still an enjoyable time. I I, I I had fun, so it was good. Got my ass kicked, but oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Last game was against Jutland. Jutland, yeah. Jutland. Jutland. Mm-hmm. Which is where. Danish, Denmark. Danish, Danish. Dem- yes. Danish. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this I was ready to go before the game even started, and we knew we were pressed for time because we had to we had to scoot and boogie. Because uh, so, you guys were all going places afterwards. Yes, mm-hmm. because yeah. of commitments that we had all made and airports I had to get to. Oh, you were and, flying home after the tournament? No, I was flying home first flight in the morning. Oh, 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 so you had to make it to the airport. So yeah, so I, I mean, I had to be up before 5 a.m. to, to yeah, get yeah. get moving. So, okay. uh, And so I'm just like, this is the game I lost on the roll for table side. He had the double tap German sniper um, in nice. an elevated position in ruins. Not a building, in ruins. Mm-hmm. So I got a sure. small team in hardcover, no matter what, I'm on sevens to get him. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and he just systematically destroys all the stuff. Uh, I did get to Flamethrower's Panzer III. Uh, I did get my artillery strike to take out his little motorcycle car, which he was just flummoxed about. Halfway through, he's like, why are you rolling two dice for prep bombardment? I'm like, I'm British. Yeah. going to roll two dice and take the best result. And so, yeah, it was the prep bombardment that hit his... So it's a soft skin 6+. plus. Yep. So I, I hit it with a 6, so it's taking a plus 3. Mm-hmm. I roll a six, so that's a hit. That's a roll in the chart. I roll a four, it's destroyed. And he was just didn't understand what was going on there. I'm like, this, that's how the game works. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plus three. I roll a three, that equals six. Mm-hmm. I roll in the chart, I roll a four, that means it's destroyed. He's like, how many pins? I said, destroyed. Yeah, four of <laughs> All of the pins. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crater. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's done. It's game over, man. So, but the rest of the game was, it was not, it was fast, I will say that. The game, he, to his credit, I, you know, he had caught wind that we definitely were on a time deadline and wanted to make sure we had time to clean up and say goodbye to people, and we, we were the first game done. Nice. Period. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an hour left in the round by the time we were done. Jeez. So, I mean, it was a, it was a foregone conclusion. I was, he had the side, he took everything systematically off. I fought back a little bit. But the dice pileup was just getting clearer and clearer, and I'm like, how much longer do you want to play? He's like, well, I need secondary objectives. I said, I'll give you two more dice and a secondary objective. He's like, okay, done deal. <laughs> cool, let's pack up and go home. <laughs> that sixth game on day two, I was like, yeah, that's, that's a rough one. I played... I mean, we're, we're playing for third and fourth place in our pool. Yeah, I think right. we were. In, in, in pool three. So, I mean... I didn't go here to win this. I went there to have fun, to hang out with guys, and yep. to you know play fun bolt action games. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not upset by losing a game. Right. Right. 
burn in any way, shape, or form. Well, especially on day two when you're not in the championship brackets, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, not, we're not playing for anything. I'm playing for fun, and right. when it stopped being fun, I would like to stop playing. It's <laughs> just that simple. Yeah, it sometimes happens. But the outcome doesn't matter anymore, and I'm not enjoying myself. Let's not keep doing it. And he Let's, was also yeah. like, you know, yeah, I guess this isn't a whole lot of fun. So, <laughs> I mean, you can stay here and shoot more of my units up if you want to, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go step outside for a few minutes. <laughs> so, but he was a great guy, uh, Jan, who actually is a really good player and uh, very, very fast. Holy cow! I mean, you, if you would have played him, Jeff, you guys would have been done in about fifty minutes. <laughs> nice. So. That was a wrap up. I finished three and three. I okay. felt pretty good about that. That's a that's a good record. That's, that's a, a great record for yeah. a high level tournament. In a high level tournament. I, that's yeah. great. So, yeah. Uh, my last round, I got to play Klaus, and you guys look like you're having we a fucking had blast. So much fun. That was one of the most fun games of bolt action I've played. Because he's like, he goes, we are. He's like, he understood. He's like, we're not here. We're not here to win anything anymore. And I was like, nope. And he's like, I know you got to go. Let's just play. And I was like. I'm, I'm going to play fast and aggressive so we get done faster. And he's like, yeah, me too. And we just went at it, and it was so much fun. He's a super cool dude. We had a great time. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Um, so, yeah, he's a super awesome guy. Was like, If you get a chance to play a game against him, I highly recommend it. Because, yeah, it's just super fun. Cool. I did end up I did end up winning the game. Uh, he actually <laughs> helped me score a few points. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was I was talking to Bo about him, and he had mentioned the fact that Klaus has won more best opponent awards than bolt action games. <laughs> I, I, I can see that. He's just a super cool dude. Um, kind of like uh, Matt Peterson. Yeah, yeah. In, yeah. He will help you systematically destroy his army while playing bolt. Yeah, action. he will do that. Yeah, and so uh, I I couldn't quite catch up to Pat. I finished with two wins, a draw, and three losses. So. Still respect. Yeah, I would have liked to have done better, but I, I, I dug my own grave. You know, when I when I lost things, I will say one of the things I always say is that if I could play games of bolt action on the averages, I usually win. Nothing crazy happened for me or against me. Oh, there you go. There you go. So I was super stoked about that. Like I felt I won and lost based on how well I played, and that's a great feeling. Cool. I finished up against Jasper, who's British. I did something I've never done before. Um, I had a transport in this list, and I don't usually like transports, especially if you only have one. Um, and I usually have uh, my 12-man SMG squad. Um, but this one you scored, it was table quarters, and if you could get if you could get units into your opponent's table quarter, you scored three points for each unit. And so I took all of my smallest units and loaded them all up into the same truck. And near the end of the game, ran it out onto a road and dumped everyone into his table corner. And he couldn't he couldn't kill them all. And so ah. um, nice. ended up scoring a shitload of points. Um, mm-hmm. But it was actually a lot of fun. There's a lot of back and forth. Um, I had scouts, and they were <clears throat> they actually caused quite a bit of problems throughout the whole tournament for for the people I was playing against. And, um, but I ended up picking up a win against Jasper. Um, we, we finished up pretty quickly as well. I think, I think he was as tired as we were and, and still had, still ended up having a lot of fun. So no, we weren't. It was just, it it was just fun. And it was, it was another one of those open desert tables that we were playing on Mm -hmm. with, with the big ravine 
which effectively kind of cut everything in half. Uh, but we did have the one diagonal road that kind of crossed the whole table, which is what let me get my transport all of the way forward and then the D6 inches out into the table corner. So he couldn't stop it. Couldn't stop it from happening. So it's just kind D6 of six inches out. You just get to move. Six well, yeah, six inches. So I mean, okay. so I mean, so even if there. the truck had been destroyed, I still kind of get that that push out. And so right, you get to bump them out. Yeah, but um, yeah. So for me, I finished three and three as well for the tournament on the whole. So which is better than I thought I was going to end up. So good time. Played for two British, two Germans, and two Soviets. There, there, as I say, there weren't a lot of variation. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of major, major uh, no. opponents. There's, a, what sort of there's a lot of British and a lot of Russians, and then a right. smattering yep. of whatever else. Well, there was not very many um, sublists, right? There weren't any. No. Jeez, what am I minor doing? powers. Like other uh, minor powers. There's oh, minor powers. hardly any. <laughs> right. uh, USA two or the Swanson team had a had a Hungarian list. Yeah. Okay. So it was like they did. One. They did better than us. They did. Yeah, okay. good for them. I talked to them very briefly. I have no idea who they are, but they seem nice. Yep. Okay. Yep. I played two British, one German, and three Japanese lists. So, well, that that explains your record a little bit more. You were taking it on the teeth a little bit. Uh, I mean, you you play what you set up against. So, mm-hmm. right, right. I mean, just yeah, yes. three Japanese yes. lists is, is it, hard. It came down to matchups. Like I knew my list was going to struggle against high body counts. Right. And Dale had the highest body count of our list. Yep. So that's kind of where that gravitated. Now, seeing some of the other captains and having all the opponents' lists in a three-ring binder and studying them, I, I kind of feel like I let you guys down pretty hard because I didn't even have our lists. I had to email Jeff, who was still in the States, to print them off. <laughs> <laughs> so... We, you know, from a prep standpoint, uh, I think we took our first WTC. We, we did a lot more prep in advance. This one, we just don't have the time in our schedule to play Enough, as much as yeah. we'd like to, right. to to really get the reps in. To really, I mean, I had one practice game with my list, and that was it. Like, good enough. So, well. and you know, after the first day, I had double the amount of games I had this year of bolt action. Right. The uh, the last time I played. Prior to the tournament was at WTC, so it was also in Europe. Also in was in Ireland, so so now Dale only plays in Europe. But now, um, I, on on the Friday night, I did get kind of get a warm up game against Alistair, which um, oh, I nice. definitely appreciated. And I technically I won that game, so I guess for the weekend I finished four and three on it. But um, <laughs> I think if if we'd actually played the full game, I would not have won that one. But okay, so Alistair's a great yeah. guy. Yeah, what was what was he playing? Uh, what was he playing? Uh, didn't he have the Americ- he was Americans? Americans, yeah. but he had them painted as uh, Confederate. Yes, oh, that's Confederate right. Yeah. Alternate history yeah. Confederate. Yeah. Really great looking army. Uh, I know he's, that army has not been allowed to go to certain tournaments. And this yeah. one, Russ is like, we're going to have people playing Waffen SS. I don't think I'm going to mind if you have a Confederate right. flag does in your does, unit. Doesn't he have a certain political figure as his I, lieutenant? Don't recall specifically, okay. but I think I think uh, I think he talked about when he was on one of our podcasts a year or so back. Let's see whatever episode that is. Uh, that was in the player series, player, yeah. four or five, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, 
but yeah, really happy to have participated. Mm-hmm. Ran into, um, yeah, thanks, Ross. That was great. Very, very, very well run. Was, got to see some old friends and ran into August, yep. who's been to Operation Snafu. So, uh, wonderful time hanging out with him and his oh, wife, cool. Catherine. Um, yeah, we got to hang out with Gordon for dinner. Yeah, too. that was and actually was cool. a lot of fun. I really enjoyed spending time with Gordon. So, well, and you got to see Warlord Games. Yep, went to Warlord HQ. To, they gave us a tour, which was cool. which was actually uh, which is the same tour any of you would get if you go there on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. which means yeah. we recommend it. It was a good tour. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, had a great time. Yep. Cool. Much. Much preferred this tournament to the WTC personally. So, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, I would much rather go to this than WTC. I would pay an extra fifty quid for a chair, though. Well, yeah, I mean, fifty might be a little over the yeah, top, but that, do they got like it, uh, I don't know, like an IKEA or something? We go buy some folding chairs at when we get to England. Yeah, yeah, it, that might be a possibility. You know? <laughs> Just bring instead of instead of like. Fatigue pants. You're buying a chair. Bring a folding it chair. wasn't. It wasn't the jet lag that got me when I got home. It was the, just the, the back and the legs were super, super stiff from having to stand for two days. Well, straight. yeah, you went straight from the tournament to the airport. Yeah, like, that sounds awful. Plus an hour and a half car ride in the back seat at an awkward angle. Yeah. Oh, fun! I like the, t- the little car. Yeah. Well, kind of like when you had to go across country. You'd, you're in the back seat. You're not in the middle of the back seat when there's a bunch of stuff back there. You kind of right up on sort of the half seat a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your sure. spine's kind of out of alignment, and my spine doesn't like being out of alignment. Mm. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm old and stuff. Fun. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so yeah, that was highly recommend anyone. Um, for the record, should anyone be interested in attending next year's, um, I am the uh, USA contact point. So reach out to me, and I will make sure you get in the group. Um, and when they start organizing it, I will keep you informed. And that. if there's tons so. of you that want to go, you may have to death battle for the spots. Right? In the deserts of Wyoming or something. Yeah, right. Because you yeah. have to find a spot where you all can go to. Probably Denver. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Figure something out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be hard to organize a thing where I like the top three players get to go to the thing because that's sometimes your best ability is your availability so yes that is very true for yep. an overseas tournament yep. for, the, for US players yep good time a lot of fun hope to do it yeah. again sometime cool yep super yep. cool alright um, let's take a short break come back uh, we'll talk Snafu Recon Rumble and uh, hope you enjoy the music Chicago way. He had a boogie style that no one else could play. He was the top man at his craft. But then his number came up and he was gone with the draft. He's in the army now, a blowing reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. They made him blow a bugle for his Uncle Sam. It really brought him down because he couldn't jam. The captain seemed to understand. Because the next day the cap went out and drafted a band. And now the company jumps when he plays Reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of Company B. A toot, a toot, a toot, a toot, a toot, he blows it to the bar. In boogie rhythm, he can't blow a note unless the bass and guitar is playing with him. He makes a company jump when he plays Reveille. 
He's the boogie-woogie bugle boy of Company B. He was a boogie-woogie bugle boy of Company B. And when he plays boogie-woogie bugle, he was busy as a buzz bean. And when he plays, he makes the company jump away to the bar. He's a boogie-woogie bugle boy of Company B. He blows it eight to the bar. He can't blow a note if the bass and guitar isn't with him. And the company jumps when he plays Reveille. He's a boogie-woogie bugle boy of Company B. some snafu and recon rumble stuff shall we yes it's like it's yeah. like a week away less ten, ten days how many less than a week yeah you're right uh it's it saturday friday yeah well, recon we'll rumble is friday and that's like six days from recording five days in an hour <laughs> <laughs> all right what do you what, just around the corner what do you got for us pat uh so the player packs are all done. The scenarios have been out. All the lists are in. Uh, I, I've had I've had one player ask if he could, you know, what the penalty was if he changed his lists. I said, uh, well, you know, they were due a week ago. Um, you can change your list, but that means you will lose all tiebreakers for all standings and all awards. So he's keeping his list. <laughs> I mean, it's actually a fair, kind of a fair... Um penalty it's not like actually penalizing you it's just if if someone turned their list on time they get they get the win yep i, I yeah, think that feels right reasonable. i mean it's, it's not like you're docking in points or right and we're not right we're not on the cutting edge of competition here with this <laughs> tournament <laughs> so <laughs> no now i mind you that recon rumble is built as a competitive that's list, fair. Like competitive that's fair, yeah and I, and I do feel like so. people probably treat it a little more competitively and and when i say competitive i think for competitive event the scenarios should be out before the lists are due, and that's, that's what I do yeah, when it's filled as a competitive mm-hmm. event. Yep, that's reasonable. That's so now when we have our snafu, which is a narrative event, you don't get to know what the scenarios are until you're ready to play yep. them. Well, they might they might change day up. They might they might change between rounds sometimes. Yes, yep. what we thought we were going to do, we might need to pull a different scenario out of yep. that. So or if Paul's playing on the partisans' table, things are going to blow up more. It's just how it is. <laughs> Hold on, let me change those numbers real quick. <laughs> Oh, it's a two plus. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, there. So, I, 
So I find the, the list of mission for Recon Rumble interesting, because so it's 750, but for any armor transport, you can have up to 30 points of free upgrades. Mm -hmm. Yep. So some people will submit the list that are, you know, obviously over the 750. I mean, I can I can do the math when I see a transport's got weapons on it. I can, I can deduct that. I can figure that out. And then some people send them in without any upgrades. And I'm like, hey, you know you get 300 points of upgrades with these. Oh, yeah, I, I just didn't include that in the list because I didn't want to go over the 750. And then you get some people who do the non-upgraded and the upgraded list, and I'm just like, <laughs> there's, okay, there's not a not a great solution to that problem. But no, I mean, again, I I can do math. I, I have to do math for a living, so I, I know lists pretty good. Mm -hmm. and I know most of the units very well. If not, I also have the ability of looking them up. So, uh, but there's a yeah, there's there's a lot of armor transports. Lo and behold, I believe every list has at least one, if not more. Hooray. That's and cool. many, many lists. Uh, There's, I had a couple lists that pinged the hundred point mark in freebies with the upgrades to their transports. Jeez. That's, that's Do, four doing it right. So four transports. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. They're they're definitely the lists are doing it right, and uh, we're at an odd number as of right now. So unless we have a drop between here and day of, I, I have my quote-unquote ringer list and or gumby list depending on how you want to call it that you know like <laughs> recent debate on it's all italian that. cavalry right uh yes. no it's what models i have available to me <laughs> much like my much like my ringer list for snafu if i have to do it yep it's all models i have available and i you know i think everything's veteran basically and it's it's trying to get those lowest order dice so it can be the fastest game so i can be pulled away as needed and you know i'm yep. still giving someone who doesn't have an opponent mm -hmm. a chance to play against yes. right so but i have no aspirations that i'll actually win any of the games i play because the list is not designed to win the list is designed to play fast so 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 uh, but it's not a it's not a rollover major list. two five-man squads and a veteran pershing and a 750 well, list that so yeah that's not possible uh, you also can't have tanks and recon rumble right oh yeah uh but the Staghound finally made a list. So there you go. Five minimum American squads and a duck, or a buffalo. Sorry, yeah, yeah. buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo. I don't. I don't have a buffalo. I've, I've got it. I got a three D printed one. I'll spray paint it green. Paint I got a buffalo. I, oh, I'm not gonna see you. Did. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get you a buffalo. You want to see a buffalo? I want to see a buffalo with I a jeep. Your, inside. I got your buffalo right here. Wait, what? Yeah. Buffalo with a jeep inside it with a flamethrower mm -hmm. inside it. Sounds so, fun. because I'm going to have to end up playing, I actually had to read the scenarios again just to make sure that my list at least had a half a chance of being able to achieve any of the objectives. So, like I said, it's it's not a pushover list, but it's not a tool to the edge. There's no Gurkha paratroopers in it. There's no flamethrowers in it. There's not much of anything at, like, seven order dice. So. 150 bamboo spearmen? I don't have 150 bamboo oh, spearmen. Yeah. I have zero bamboo spear. I mean, do you think they get the joke if you just put orcs out there? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so our, our players would, yeah, yes. Our players would. Cool. So, uh, so looking forward to that. Um, it should be pretty good. I, I think almost everybody that signed up for Recon Rumble is also in Operation Snap. Nice. I'm going to have to double-check that just because I have a, a finite amount of glasses to hand out to players who play in one or both of the events. Right. Yeah. As per Dale's instructions. Yep. Uh, and then there's Operation Snafu. 
I was checking those lists earlier. It was very refreshing not to be staring down an ultra competitive <laughs> event. Like, Dude, there's some really fun lists in there. But someone's got a tiger one. <laughs> there's an elephant in there. There's an elephant in there. Yeah, I think he submitted. He's like, I saw the rules for the elephant, and I just had to play it. I didn't care what else I had in my army, and he's got like eight order dice in his list. That's so, amazing. I mean, it's 500 points or something like that, or more. I no, forget exactly. No mouses, though. No mouses. This is the one you bring that shit to, though. I mean, mm-hmm. yep. yes. Especially As if Jeff you bring says, an intelligence is, officer. You you reach way back into the toy box and you pull out that super fun thing that you never put on the table on the other. I side. mean, I I I, I would. Uh, wow, I took the T twenty eight, and ended up just having a blast with it. It's like yeah. that stuff is fun. Bring it. So. Yep, yep. I agree. Uh, we've got at least six new names that I haven't seen sign up before. Which is very cool. Somebody talked their wife into coming, so that's also props even to better. That. Yeah. Well, how do you so, know? Maybe she talked her husband into coming. Right. You know what? That's right. Although uh, he emailed me her list, and he was the point of contact. So. Well, that just means she told him to do yeah. it. I guess so that's that's like yeah, all of our relationships. There's, there's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife emails everything I have to. It's do true. That that she's involved in. I, I do have a couple of the players that yes, yeah. that their their list came from their spouses as well. So, hey, yeah, there you go. Exactly. There you go. Sweet. Uh, Nat's returning for this one. Hooray. Hey. So that's cool. Hunter's Hunter's dragging a buddy Fantastic. with him. Cool. So he's returning again. So multi-state uh, event again. Yep. Uh, we lost the guy that was supposed to be coming from Chicago. His work wouldn't let him out. Wow. So he he dropped from Operation Snafu, and I'm like, told me that work wasn't going to let him leave for the weekend. I said, so he's going to be here Friday then, right? <laughs> oh, no, I got dropped from that one too. That's a long drive home after a tournament. <laughs> one day and or flight. That's, uh, I was taking yeah. the Amtrak out and the Amtrak back. Oh, that's, that's longer than all the other <laughs> It is. By a lot. But you can sleep. You, you can do lots of things, yeah. Yeah, I guess play another game of bolt action or right four God, that'd be a great way to spend time on the train once the damn bumpy just magnetize yeah. your models <laughs> and, and metal, the board you're playing on a metal board yeah it's not impossible I'm, this is this is a this is a new uh, form of, of leisure travel bolt action on a train it's like I mean, stupider things well, I was just it's not impossible well, yeah, I guess. Other than getting that much space on a train, sounds like that's that's probably the most impossible part. Uh, there are the the possibility exists. I'll say that. Having ridden a few trains through Europe, the possibility exists. We, I, I've ridden one train through Europe, and yeah, we could have made it work because there were not that many people on the train. Mm-hmm. It was a nice, it was a nice train ride, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a little. I think it was a little hungover. <laughs> if I remember right, though, it was kind of. I had to face forward. I couldn't face backwards, or I would have been in trouble. Yeah, my, my my full English would have been all over the table. <laughs> nice, full Irish or whatever. I yeah, they're the same, right? Kinda. They're not the same, but the breakfasts are similar. Yes, it's similar enough. They rhyme. The eggs are eggs are still running. No, I don't eat eggs, so there there there's that. So oh well, okay. and it's still not bacon, as we know bacon. No, it does not stand up on its own. No. no, yeah, no, no, no. It's like a piece of ham, almost. Yeah. All right, cool. 
So you guys, you guys uh, did for Operation Snafu. You guys uh, set up some Discord, or one of the players set up his own Discord. And yeah, he took the in. initiative to uh, set it up before I got to set it up, and I was like, "Oh, sweet! I got invited to it. Easy yeah, peasy. One less thing for you to do, yep, right? One less thing. I don't have to manage yep, this. The guys are talking. Yep. How's, yeah, how's the chatter guy. going on there? Um, we're getting some good chatter. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like on the access side, there's definitely there's definitely conversation. I think there's a couple new players that have never been to a tournament before. Okay. So there's some like encouragement, like encouraging talk about you know how you how you play at a tournament, what your expectations should be, and you know people are kind of giving the lowdown on what what the differences between a normal tournament and snafu yeah. is. Like, it is not a normal tournament. No, mm-hmm. and I think people are gearing them up for that. Like they're like just be prepared and you know be a good sport. Yep. Things will go well and and remember to have conversations between rounds and all the stuff that you know. Yeah plays a role this in making it a fun More round. so than normal, the goal here is just to have fun. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's like a team-building I mean, the winning, exercise. The winning side like gets what? Like a pin and a couple extra tokens. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like... It's not substantial winning. Yeah, like you're not yeah. winning significant prizes by winning overall. or anything. Mm-hmm. Like You still get stuff, but it's not... It's not uh, we d- we didn't put $1,500 on the line for anything, so... No. Right. Well, all that, all the, all the prize support is, for the most part, given out as as charity raffles. Yep. So. Yep. But the real winners are the toys for tots. That's right. Uh, and and I still hope that we are the top. Well, I actually don't hope that because forty k is significantly larger than us. So I, I'll throw the gauntlet out there and say they should be able to raise more money than us, but they've yet to do it. So. Uh, yeah, we're 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 certainly toeing the line on that. Our sure. players are. Our players, our players are, are yeah. yeah our players us. are. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't enter my own raffle, so. No, I just give the stuff away. As much as I would love some of that shit. Yeah, I, not I, wrong. I agree. Yeah. Like, there's definitely some cool prizes mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, so that, uh, that box that we did the unboxing for, the Gentleman's War, last year? Mm-hmm. Since none of us took anything out of it, it's going right in the raffle. Or, uh, or has been replaced by... <laughs> Well, it, it's it's opened, right? But yes. there's nothing missing, yeah, right? Nothing's been so assembled. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. No. It, it's just been it's just been looked at, and none of the wrappers have been taken off anything on the inside. So it's just been it's still still 100 percent full. Uh, we've also got uh, well because it's all the hot places. There's also an Island Assault starter box in there too. Oh, nice. That's a good. It's another nice set. Uh, we've also got, of course, we'll have our the Snafu Award, which will be. We choose the player that we feel has embodied the most of the tournaments, and we have a game mat for them. Sweet. Game mat EU or? Yep. Sweet. Uh, and because it's all the hot places, it's a desert game mat. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Makes perfectly good sense. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, the, uh, how's the planning your side? Uh, Dale, you're not... You, you, Tag with Jeff at this point? You still involved in the planning at all and feeding them any information? Uh, no. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm traveling Wednesday night. I won't be back till after Sunday, so I'm trying not to be a presence at this one. Okay. Well, I have um, made sure that I'm not in any of those chats just so I can remain completely objectively neutral. Mm-hmm. We're chattering. I, I, I happen to be in both, and I'm, I'm just not paying attention to Alex. Well, so you're a double agent. I, I'm well, and there's nothing they're saying. I, I'm I'm just monitoring. I'm yep. not actually like doing anything. Just making, making sure no one's posting a porn or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Apparently, that's a thing with Renegade Open, but not, yeah, not so much. Kind of sad. Well, it's just <laughs> welcome to Facebook and having an unmonitored, unadmin thing. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. nobody's nobody's paying attention because nobody who opens Facebook regularly. I don't. So uh, the only thing I use it for is Messenger, but that just comes to my phone anyway, separate right, from Facebook. Right. Yeah. I mean, so I, th- that shit happens all over the internet. It's not not a not a what unique porn is not brand new. No, no. Posting weird. porn to Facebook is a weird thing, but I, whatever. Um, but yeah, just making sure people are staying on track, or if there's anything right, I had to. I'm posting shit about the painting competition, and just making sure people know that there's things to do. Yeah, so that's. Is, I don't think I don't feel that's new this year, but I think we were reminded to. Look well, at I it. think they reinstated the historical category this year. Okay. So yep. that wasn't a thing before. It's it's back. So. Um, I think we've had people enter before. I think it's been pretty small number of people. I know, I think Paul G's won it one year with a tank. I think so, yeah. Um, I know that, like, the more stuff they get, the happier they are because, you know, it sits in a display all weekend and yep. people get to see stuff and get excited about games that they've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just another introduction to bolt action, I guess, is not a bad thing. Yeah. Plus, I love seeing people's pretty models. And, again, not everyone gets to bring all their tanks to a game, so... Put a put a tank in there. Put, put it a, on display. Put yep. a small unit in there. You know, something you're real proud of. I it's don't a think it's going to put your Brandenburgers. Well, unless you know the rules, and then you can bring them. Oh, right. Yeah. Sure. Know the rules for Brandenburgers, everyone. I I often forget them. And you which run them. I have them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, but you forget them. You forget them the other way. Yeah, I I forget them the advantage of my opponent. Not, yeah, not you, so you don't forget them and make up stuff that they no, can't do. No, no, do. no, no, no. I, I, I do always refer to the rules for them because they're garbage. Yep. I'm bringing Brandenburgers, but they're, I mean, I'd say my list is fluffy. But I, I don't, if I'm, if I'm playing, I have Tiger Fear and Brandenburgers, which I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But and then again, it's also a 10 order, light, order dice mm-hmm. list, so. And yeah, you'll be fine. I'll be fine. I, I left the Nebelwerfers and the Panzerwerfers at home, so um, bring in relatively. Oh, I guess I'm bringing a Puma, too, because I, I had the model. You're one of the most fun people to play against, too. Well, I, I can be, especially when there's nothing on the line and I don't have to. I, I, my intention is to not think hard. Mm-hmm. Get my opponent a good game, but also not, like, sit and hem and haw over shit. Yep. Oh, I got a dice to something. That's part of the fun with you, though, is watching you hem and haw over shit. <laughs> not not as fun as Monty self narrative. No, no, telling you what he's going to do and then oh shit, I shouldn't have told you that. Yes, I don't I don't often speak out loud. Although maybe it would help me. Who knows? Um, yeah, I I think hopefully there'll be some more chatter in the next week before the tournament. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing you know there's discussion about how to handle certain certain types of units and um, I think Jeff you posted. You kind of gave the uh, yeah always a little heads up that maybe there's some kitties and some mm-hmm. uh, some jungle animals showing That's up. Right. They got they got that little uh, little joke a little early, or like they got it quick. Um, yeah, I guess I, I think I saw Pershing one of the list. I I was going to confirm with you so I can post that to at least give the allies equal equal footing on that one. I think um, there I'll have to go back and look through all of them. I know there's a lot of lists. I, I was I was just looking for stuff that was blatantly legal, and there was uh, so there was one Australian list um, that had some stuff that was in a, in the allowed um, units list that I sent out that was listed as not allowed, but that was an error because if they wanted those units, they could just play as British, and I'm like, oh yeah, 
Well, I'm not gonna. I think let someone play Australian. So I mean, yeah, go ahead. That they should. That should be listed as yes. So, so don't be surprised when an Australian player has a buffalo because that's the thing. Because on the list it currently says they can't, but I'm like, right. that's just dumb. Why? Why would you do that? See. Don't force someone to play another British list if they're trying to be something that's a little flavoring off, so a little, you know, a little different mm -hmm. flavor. I'm seeing an easy aid, a jumbo. Oh, the jumbo, yeah, jumbo's a good tank. Um, that's pretty. That's as big as like the Americans get, unless there's. Well, isn't a Pershing? It's Pershing. Pershing's, Pershing's a step up, yeah. yeah. It's super yep. heavy. I'm just trying to find if there if it got listed in here. Well, while you scour, do you want to tip a little bit what the scenarios might be for anyone who happens sure. to listen before yeah. they show oh, up? Yeah, let's do it. Are well, we, as it sits now. Out? Yeah, is this going to get out before then? Oh, yeah. Okay. But will they listen before then? It's up to them. That, I mean, if you listen, you get an advantage then, right? Well, unless Jeff and I decide the scenarios need to change. Which we might. Day of. Which, which, yeah, we always caveat the disclaimer here that uh, yep. things may change before, before that happens. Yeah, let's let's go through them. I I'm not as familiar with them yet. So, um, where do we want to start? You want to start with the regular regular outside tables? Or you want to start with the yeah, inside we'll tables? The well, uh, the objective tables we're going to keep under our hat. Yeah, that's fair. They're they're tweaked a little. They bit are tweaked. Uh, you can expect the airfield and the artillery table and the partisans table might be something similar to what you're used mm -hmm. to, but. <laughs> uh, the tables and or scenarios themselves have been altered to protect the innocent. I was going to say, I love that the uh, Axis have picked up on the fact that Partisans always shows up in some fashion or form. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it'll be different, but it's going to be the Partisans. Watch out for it. Uh, uh, it wouldn't be Snafu without Partisans' table. I, it's, it's a, it's a because the advantage is so huge. Yeah. I can't remember what the advantage was, but yes. Uh, so whoever has the partisans table would get to see who's playing at what table before they decide yeah, to put their names yes, on the tables. Yes, 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 More control right. in the matchups. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we are we are so this one was one that was run at uh, Sledgehammer and that was sector dominance. Mm -hmm. So that's the one that you have objectives um, in all four in all four quarters, but the, you have your starting quarter. And the one your side isn't worth anything to you, but you need to go and contest or control the one in the opponent's opposing quarter. And the neutral ones are worth like a point, and the middle's worth like two or something to that effect, and you need to control as many as you can. Sure. So uh, that's a real fun one. Yeah, actually. absolutely. I've, I've played that one a couple times myself, and I've always had a blast playing that one. Um, and so, and also in the rules for engagement in the player's pack, should everyone choose to read that. Uh, regardless of what the scenario says, the preparatory bombardment is rolled by one player, and either both players or both players don't. Yeah. Uh, great change. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's not no longer the, oh, you got it, now I'm just screwed. Yeah, my units all have three pins on them, and your guys are just free to do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah it's basically. always fun. That always sucks when that happens. Yep. It is. Like, you can still get your shit blown off the table, but... It's not the same. Right. Uh, and all of the outside tables, there's a there's a boon if you have an intelligence officer. If you make a check, you get to do something a little special with them. Cool. So mm -hmm. 
Like, for example, in sector dominance, if you pass that test, you can redeploy an infantry and artillery six inches before the start of the game. <laughs> nice. They get a free, essentially a free move. Free, uh, yeah, limited. Free advance. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I like that. So that one will be in the mix. Of course, it's operation staff. Of course, we're, we're running timely objectives. Oh, yeah. As, as we should. Uh, yeah, major props from the international community to you, Jeff, for writing this one. That's It ends up in many competitive tournaments. Oh, that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is kind of fun winning your own scenario when you go play someplace, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, there, there was, uh, I think Bo and Russ were talking about the fact that um, they had that in World Open War, but the Snafu guys were playing in it, and they wrote the scenario. Were you leery about that one? And they're like, well... <laughs> and I think all three of us won that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So. Uh, I, and the, I was just oh, going to say, I feel, like, I feel like there should be more scenarios like that where it's not end, end of the game scoring. Mm-hmm. It should be during the game scoring, not necessarily yeah, just you're building points. up. you're building up momentum and right. points. I, I just feel like there aren't enough scenarios like that where it's at least a, you know, a different Well, you're going to you're gonna like playing. one of the new scenarios this year, then. <laughs> Fabulous. Yes. Good to, uh, good to hear. I'm, I'm excited so, to see that. And timely objectives, the intelligence officer, make a check successfully. Um, you can have one of your four, four deploying units can make a six-inch move oh. before the first turn. So should have had four deploying units, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, know. they're a thing. thing. They are. They're, thing. they're all the hotness these days. That they are. So, and then there's, the, and then currently we've got the new one that uh, Jeff was just just talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we want to say too much about. No, this I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave this one up to some surprises, except to say that uh, you'll you'll like it. What's do we want to tell them the name of it so they can all just speculate? No? We've already said it, haven't we? I don't know that we actually no. have. Okay, okay, okay. We have not. Well, let's just leave it then. But this one also has the, the same ability that you get, a, you know, if you make the check with the intelligence officer, you can you can do a six-inch move with yep. the unit. So. Cool. So. Yeah. And then... Okay, it's the tournament I'm running. Of course, meeting engagements. Absolutely. Game four, typically? Typically game four. Might need to be moved up if it has to. Sure. Yep. Depending on how Saturday night goes for most players, it might be it might be uh, game one. <laughs> <Sunday morning. laughs> they might need a better Sunday morning game than a Sunday afternoon game. Yeah. Fair, fair. If the wake-up juice isn't flowing because the, the party juice was a little heavy the night yeah. before. Let's hope that's not the thing this year. I mean, everyone's there to have fun. They're on vacation, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, there's that. I'm going to try and keep it under control. I will not bring a, a giant thing of root beer and bourbon cream. <laughs> Thank you, because that was that was the bane of my life. That was so good. <laughs> I don't think I could. I don't think I could ever drink that again. To be honest, I don't think. Uh, I, I, don't, I, I think, think the first one, my stomach would be like, "Fuck you, dude." You know? <laughs> I, I think Rick would agree that it was fine going down. Oh, it was lovely yeah. going down. And Jeff's like, I'm done. And nobody warned me that this shit creeps up on you like fucking... I ate like six gallons of cottage cheese Basically, or Basically, yeah. <laughs> and I can eat cottage cheese, but that was not the same. Anyway, all right. Enough about my shenanigans. 
anyway, so yeah, uh, so yeah, depending on Saturday night, change to Sunday. Saturday night, so I'm gonna plug my things since I hopefully, yeah. I mean, pending any life altering things happening here, um, we'll do Tank Wars Saturday night like we always do. Uh, people are asking for player packs. I'm like, that's not a thing. <laughs> not for not for the hats. I'm like, you you get a 10 minute explanation before it starts, and that's all you need. Like, there's nothing more needed, and things change as the game goes on. It's fine. Um, the, I could give you a player pack, but it's going to change by the time the first turn. No, and it's like the player pack is basically. I think I've written. Look at a, the cards. I think I've written a one pager on just like here are the things that are different about this is versus both. Here, action. it's on an index but, card. Figure yeah, it out. Right? Yeah. You, you theoretically could. It's not. It wouldn't be that hard. And I think I've, I think I've changed something every year about how like certain things work. Um, but it's always a good time, and people have, seem to have a good time. And I think we're recording Saturday night as well. So um, we're going to try to in some form or fashion. Uh, we're, how we're going to figure it out? So unfortunately, John Russell is not able to join us this year. Yeah. Uh, he's got family obligations that he has to commit to, and of course, we all understand family first 100% all the time mm -hmm. so playing toy soldiers and hanging out is secondary to those that we love the most Yep. so he's hopefully going to try and join us remotely though for recording so we'll see if what wizardry Rick can cook up oh for God. us to do that yeah that's going to be an interesting one I have, we'll, we'll uh, make sure everything's plugged in and I'll get the satellite van out back and we'll, uh, when we'll make sure we feed the hamster in the wheel to make sure he keeps running. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> All the things. Some kid doesn't steal our vodka. We'll <laughs> yeah, no after-hours recce maneuvers, thank you. <laughs> yeah, never again. Lock that shit down. That will be by my feet this time instead of sitting on the table. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, not not easily accessible. <laughs> yes. That seems to be the, the goal. Um... Still fucking hysterical. I it mean, happened it, to me. And it, it's funny. It's more funny that you had a. You're like, I got a. I got the the trunk the trunk vodka. To, yeah. To get me through the weekend. Like well thought out. I would have never thought to have an extra. <laughs> <laughs> got to have backups to your backups. You're not wrong. Yeah, I mean it's all reasonable things. Um. Yeah. So what what is Tank Wars exactly? I've seen it played. I've heard the laughter. I mean, give, okay. Give it, us the elevator speech. Right. So, okay. So, basically, so, <laughs> so Dale and I created a game where we were playing Infinity called Tag Deathmatch that was based off a thing from Beasts of War. We kind of like made our own variant of it. So, essentially, what it is, everyone gets a tank. It's they're all the same tank. You can have any model you want, but they're all going to have the same stats. I think they all start with a A plus armor and have a five plus gun on it or plus five gun on it. Right. Um, everyone gets a single activation unless you're. You, you might draw a card that happens to give you something else. But every time you die, you just respawn at one of the six spawn points or eight spawn points, depending on how many players there are. Um, and every time you touch a spawn point or kill another player, you basically get to draw another card, and cards are wacky and give you all sorts of stupid shit that are fun, right? You can turn your tank into a Panzerwerfer, or you can, you know turn it into a you know, super tank. There's all sorts of stuff like that. But so basically the game is, is it's, it's jovial. It's not meant to be taken seriously. Um, this year's going to be a little different because I needed to order dice and I don't have enough dice to give out. Normally what we do is we give out snafu dice and they're like your hit points. And so sure. at, the end of the, at the end of the night, whoever has the most, most kills from other players would, uh, would get some kind of a, a prize. 
So I think last year we had two tables with probably like I think probably eight people on each. I don't know, six to eight people on each of them. Um, or was that last year? I don't remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was yeah. there yep. last year. You were there um, last year. It was yep. the only thing it was there for. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It's always it's lighthearted and fun, right? We just play on our normal tables. We just put on a bunch of objectives and you just kind of shoot the shit out of each mm-hmm. other. But yeah, it's a good time. The cards are fun. That's it. That's the elevator speech. That was a long elevator. That was like fifteen floors. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So and if you're and if you're coming, and I think the deal we made before, right, was if you're doing Recon Rumble and Snafu, you can play it for free. You're, it's free to play. I think we request otherwise. I think it was a five dollars or something. I don't think we. Yep. I don't like uh, one person signed up. One person did sign up. Oh, okay. Yep. And they weren't playing in both. I, they did not. They're not they coming are on play- Friday. They they are playing in both, and they did sign up. Okay. All right. Well, I'll buy them a drink or something. Right. Or give them a drink, whatever. Cool. cool. Someone's excited to play. He wants to make sure he plays. Everyone seems to be excited. To, uh, like, he was the first person that signed up for all of our events across the board. Right on. Yeah. You, and I and every year everyone's like, "When are we doing it?" And then I'm like, "All right, oh. we're doing it this time." And they're like, "When are we doing it? When are we doing it?" It's like, hey, "Hang on, Rick. We've got three signups now." Oh shit! Shit! Two of them are playing in both. <laughs> Well, there's that. One of them is not playing in any of our events. Oh, interesting. So someone's joining us for after hours fun. Yes. That's that's cool. Like and I think we've had some of those people come down and join us and be like, This is a good time. Mm-hmm. So uh the event organizer likes to come down and join. Yeah, yeah Jamie Jamie has fondly wanted to try and make this a forty K thing too, and I'm like, I don't know how to do that, but I could try. I think they What does forty K things do that aren't weird? Um go. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> First of all, making everything uniform is pretty hard for 40K, but yeah. um, but you could definitely do it, like, right, instead of all the factions, it's just you get two dozen Space Marines, and each guy gets a Space Marine, and you do crazy shit with that. So you can make it work. There's definitely ways you could do it. I just haven't had the time, and Jamie's been up to his eyeballs in Renegade stuff, so I think he, uh, he'd love to do it some year. We'll just see when that happens. Yep. It's very, very back burner for him. Yeah, I think he just enjoys coming down and doing ours. Yep, but just, you know what? That's so that's, that's there for. Yeah. Yep. He, that's what's there for. Like having the TO co- or the the event organizer come down and hang out with us for a while. Cool. Um, let's talk about any thoughts going in. Uh, looking at the list uh, and the players, I think the Axis have an uphill battle. I would they ag- usually do. Would agree. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I recognize more names on the allied side for sure. Definitely some. Though I, I thought I looked at at least one of their lists. I just like was looking through some of the lists that you posted, and um, I you can't ever take Stence's list with a. You know, <laughs> he can he he can fucking paint the Sistine Chapel with a freaking kid's crayon. So as far as bolt action goes, so you can't take a lot of what he does and be like, oh yeah, that's that's not, <laughs> that's not a super hard list because it doesn't matter. Um, in his hands, no, it does not make a mm-hmm. difference. Right, exactly. It's, it's a, it looks like a decently good, tough list. It's got some fun stuff in it. Uh, there's a lot more lists this year that went over the 12 order dice limit, so yeah. uh, ex- expect a definite uh, reiteration of how that works at the beginning I, of the tournament. I do think that is, uh, I think people are starting to figure out the 
like okay it's okay if some of these things don't activate every turn yeah there's some efficiency yeah, there I can, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah right and you're definitely still right you lose a unit okay well I still have 12 dice like you're yep. not losing stuff because you lost a unit so there's you're, you're not losing said. the draw power because you right. lose a couple right. units right your odds haven't changed and, and most of this and a lot of the scenarios isn't about losing units right. now mind you the the third tiebreaker is units lost right so no i sent in a new list i don't care about tiebreakers (laughs) (laughs) nice okay he's got some sas in here nice Uh, stents does yeah proved (laughs) yeah it's uh, again yeah just looking at some of the players that i know do well typically in tournaments and just like oh that's a good list Mm -hmm. it's interesting What's Jeremy Edwards running this time? Because I know he, for Sledgehammer, he ran... Uh, British. Oh, no. no, he ran Japanese spear fighters with two freaking spigot mortars. Sorry, you posted Jeremy Edwards' recon rumble list here. Oh, did I? Yeah, I was looking at it as British, but oh, um, he's playing British. Sorry, so, no, sorry, sorry for sledge, Sledgehammer, he ran, uh, he ran Japanese. That was the tournament mm. back in March. Gotcha, yep. He did really well with those, and I think uh, I think you know he switched to the British meta. Okay, sorry, I posted his recon rumble list. Seeing a couple Hellcats in here. Hellcats are awesome. Like, it, I'm not saying they aren't. Right? <laughs> Just like something to like that's that's definitely going to be kind of a fun uh, match off against any of the big the big kitties. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's an EC8. Nice. Yep. Yeah, he always brings an easy eight when he's playing Americans. He does. He, he has really, a lot of fun with that. He loves his easy eight. I think he's brought a Pershing once, and I think he was like, "That's nah, easy eight." <laughs> like he just just a little more point efficient. It's still not. I mean, it's actually not that not that expensive. It's, it's a good. If I'm not mistaken, that Pershing was lost to a Goliath. Yes, sir, yeah, I, I believe you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that probably that probably salted a little bit, <laughs> considering Goliaths are awful. <laughs> No bomb dog. No bomb dog. There's a hungry list in here. What's it hungry for? <laughs> I love that you're surprised by the lists in here. That's usually a, this has been a while since you even saw these. Uh, I think I mentioned at the beginning. I was I was rather ill that sure, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday when I was reviewing the list, and I was just scanning for illegal stuff and not really reading what the lists were, or even actually honestly saving them to a spot. I was just. Just only sending back the ones that had stuff that was messed up or questionable. Saw, so I saw a Belgium list in here. Yeah. Oh, and the formats people post just mess with my head sometimes. Yeah. Well, you see I like mean, four easy armies row, and then someone has like a hand written one in crayon. You're like, what the? Jesus. I, I yeah, but again, easy army's not always accurate, so you got to be careful. No. Especially if you're adding sh- shit or like you're getting a yeah, because it, it doesn't have intelligence mm-hmm. officer, and almost everybody in their notes is like, "Hey, I'm I'm thirty points short because of intelligence officer." And yep. Like, yep, cool, that's fine. Yep. I think one Get player that. tried to bring another unit and use it as his intelligence <coughs> officer. Yeah, I, yeah, it didn't translate into the copy he sent in. Yeah. And so I, you submit a list with a truck. Yeah. Time to go paint the truck. Yep. There's one with what are these guys? Someone is this a recon rumble list? Oh, that's another recon. I was like, why are there four armored transports in this list? 
Oh yeah, sorry about that. It's all good. I just was confused. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's a lot of armor transports for this tournament. Take up four of your twelve dice. Guess it maybe. Oh, works. Someone's bringing chindits. That's awesome. Saw some chindits. Yeah, I. Yep. There is a wide smattering of lists. I think. I mean, I've looked at like several of the Japanese lists. There's nothing, nothing whack Ooh. in any of those. There's an AVRE, Churchill. Nice. Got the petard motor on it. That's awesome. Somebody is bringing a bunch of tiny. Oh, this 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 is another freaking recon rumble list. I was like, what is this list? Like a bunch I of inexperienced troops. I yeah, just grabbed some, some random stuff. Yeah, no, that's all good. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see some of these armies. And what's what's, what's Nap playing? I don't see his list in here. But what army? What side is he on? Uh, I don't have that information with me. You've sent it to me. Uh, he's got a DAC list. No, he's playing DAC. Okay. That's right. That's right. He's playing Germans. Maybe he's re repeating the the, uh, the old Indiana Jones theme. Because it still kind of fits. He's got some SS. Three squads of SS. Yowzas. Yep. Those will be fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, got DAC a Panzer. Oh, yeah. Yep. The new meta. Yep. I, I was going to try and bring one, sneak one in, but I didn't have it painted, so I was like, I'm not going to try and fix it. I got one painted. Nah, that's fine. I'll I'll play the one I got. I you can lose points. all your tiebreakers if you want to resubmit a list. I'm, I'm, I, I, I kind of barely submitted a list as it is, and I think that's I lose true. all the tiebreakers anyway. Yeah. Let alone, I think I lose every game. Probably. No, you, you can win games. You're allowed to win games. I'll you try. Just don't, you just don't get any prizes. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm there to, to have give someone else a good game. That's all I'm there for. Perfect. Yep. Uh, totally approved. <laughs> uh, I I think that's it, guys. I think we're all. I'm 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 excited yep. for it. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, let, we, should, we should go through our sponsors since this will be going out before. Um, we have some very gracious and generous sponsors. We should talk chat about. I got piles of toys behind me. I have to make sure I do a final sort on, but. Uh, and if First we miss foremost, any, we'll, we'll definitely talk about them again. So, uh, yeah, I already realized that in the players pack, I missed two of them. Oh so. boy, we're gonna have to have the, all of our players reprint it. We have to <laughs> reprint all the page ones. <laughs> Deep cut. Uh, Warlord games, as always. Yep. Uh, so, because of our tiered event, it's basically 240 MSRP for both nice. events, plus the dice, cool. plus the exclusive miniatures. Yep. So awesome. All the stuff. Uh, our local gaming store, The Source. Great store. Mm -hmm. Yep, a whole, whole bunch of toys. Um, Osprey has sent a whole bunch of books. Uh, appropriate for Bolt Action this time? Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of fun the one year they sent us a bunch, bunch of non-Bolt Action well, stuff. I mean, we, we just got Bolt Action stuff, too, so we had like double yeah. the prize support from them that one That's year. That's true. That was kind of cool. And then they used to give us like just World War II-based novels, and I know a lot of people really like those, but now we just get full texture books but whatever I, mean, I you know. mean that's still you know people are always looking to pick up books they don't have yep there's plenty of them for sure very true uh, always always Rubicon USA without a hesitant without a doubt they're within three days of me asking I usually have their support sweet they're awesome. just mm -hmm. awesome that way and great uh, models tr yes absolutely great models um, new one this year War Games Atlantic. Mm. Sweet. 
So they sent five boxes of their models, which are that's, super cool. That's like a, that's like five whole armies. Like basically, they're like, they're like huge boxes of troops. Yes. Uh, we got some Crescent Root Studios. Nice. Always cool. Sent shit. some stuff. Sent us some 15 millimeter th- from his new line that he's trying oh, out. So there are guys that play 15 millimeters. Yep. So there are, and they also kind of work out well for display board stuff too. Yeah, because yeah, just a little bit smaller fits on. Yep. yep. It's just off in the distance. Relax. Right. Yeah. It's perspective. Uh, Micro Art Studios, giving also, us some gift certificates. Also cool shit there. Uh, they got that whole pre-painted line. Man. I was gonna say they're doing World War II pre-painted, yep. right? Like yep. they, I was gonna say, remember that. Ex- that line's expanding. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, they've also given us. Uh, speaking of expanding lines, they've also given us some of their what they call the B stuff, which is the stuff that didn't, you know, work out. Quite. Needs a little TLC. Sure. But that's cool. I mean. Hey, someone will do something with it, right? You can make a rune out of it or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I think just some touch-up painting is tabletop. So, I mean, I'm looking at them, and they're like, the, wow, okay, right. this is the B stuff. I sure. Yeah, as I say, I feel like they they have kind of high expectations anyway for their shit. So, like, if something's slightly marred, they probably don't sell yep. it. Yeah, back back when I, I had, they sent the samples like a year or so ago before this line launched for me to review, they're like, we know there's quality issues with that. We're, these are not going to be the ones that are sold. Please make sure everyone understands that these qualities have been addressed. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, yep, 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 I got it. So, oh, that's good. Yep, quali- like yep. have a have a pride in your work. So, absolutely, great. they do a great job over there. Uh, Trenchworks has sent us some gift certificates, not as deep as last year, but some some for the top three finishers, and I think Recon Rumble will be getting cool. those. Sweet. Some, I mean, they got good shit too. Uh, their stuff's amazing. I uh, and I will say that. So for Operation Sledgehammer, I did. Uh, they have those three up uh, soldier guys, the sergeants that I handed out for the painting awards. This sure. year, I have gone back to Trenchworks and I have gotten some of their kits that will be the painting awards because good painters need projects. So, yeah, sweet. Uh, Father and Son Gaming have sent us a bunch of stuff. Sweet, super nice. cool. They're they're kind of newish, right? Like we kind of. Uh, so this first this year or the second year? Uh, this would be the the first year for Operation Snafu. They were sponsors for Sledgehammer. Oh, that's right. Okay, sweet. Yep, that's awesome. So they're they're great stuff. I, I, we've we've talked about a lot of their things here. Um, Game Mat EU gave us a very deep discount on the mat that will be given out to the Snafu mm-hmm. Award winner. And GC Minis has done a little a little custom work for us. Cool. So honorable mention for sure and it sounds like alan's pretty busy because i asked him for some more custom stuff he just hasn't gotten back to me and i'm like that's cool i'm glad you're busy yeah man. Yeah. yeah that's, busy that's not a bad thing right. to be busy yep i will buy those things i was looking for whenever you have time yep yep, yep. So. cool so pretty good list yeah and uh, as i read it out loud i realized that i need to reprint pages once so good thing i have a new set of uh, ink cartridges coming <laughs> in <laughs> cool I mean, yeah, I'm I'm stoked. As always, Pride Support's amazing. Good job, Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Well done, all our sponsors too for helping us out. I think we've raised a lot of money in the past. I feel like every year's been better than the last, give or take. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel like yep. we've. Um, I think our event organizers always impressed with how we run things. Um, gives us a lot of pride, like a lot of praise to our players for doing that. Uh, we're one of the few events that they just can basically put us on autopilot. Yeah, right. There's not a lot and of not a lot of drama there. 
yeah, we don't have to constantly be coddled to or need attention of or, or relatively self. As long as they give us a room, damn it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Don't don't fuck with our room, <laughs> then we're good. Get the tables there just like 20 minutes earlier than last time, so I'm not standing around waiting for yeah, stuff to happen. That's not the TO's fault, though. That's just no, the hotel. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, well, no, that's that, that's a third-party source. Oh, is it like, it's probably a union gig then. Yeah, who knows? Uh, oh, yeah, it's like probably a rental company, probably, yep. right? Yeah, usually. So, and if you're not playing in the tournament, you're more than welcome to show up. I don't think you need to buy a badge to show up and just come and watch and peruse. No, to walk around and, and explore the vendor's hall, you can still do that without a badge. Yep. You only need a badge if you're playing in any mm-hmm. events. Right. So, so come, say hi. Um, Warlord will be present, even though John won't be, right? There's there's yep. a, a raider coming for us. Yep. To I, I forget his name off the top of my head, but yes, there, there will be so, Warlord trinkets to be bought on nice. site. Which is always <coughs> which is always a great time. and Always lightens my wallet. Yeah, same here. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, they, sometimes they have new stuff. I don't know if there's any new stuff that they're going to be sneaking out this time, but... Um, like, right, I think last year you showed us the French. Was it the French? No, it was the us? Italian black shirts. Italians, that's mm-hmm. what it was. Yep. Um, Maybe they'll have some Italian cavalry. I don't think they have announced any of that yet. Normally the shit we see is announced and shown, but we get to see it in person. But um, Sometimes. I mean, I. it would be a shame if Warlord didn't make Italian cavalry at this point. Because, jeez. Well, they certainly stoked the rules for him just fine. You would think you, yeah, I mean, this is no, well, I mean, right, if it was GW, they'd have the models ready to go. The, the models book. would have been ready before the rules went yep, out. Yeah, yeah. like they'd or they'd hold on the book until the models are ready to go because they'd be yep. selling that shit. Um, they'd be selling the shit out of that stuff as fast as they could. Right, hotcakes. Yeah, especially in light of um, you know like three D printers coming out now and being more prevalent and you know other other game miniature and manufacturers. That so great over here. Well, yours isn't, but I've definitely seen plenty of plenty of good prints out of stuff. And any like resin printers are becoming easier to find and cheaper, and I might have to go that route. I mean, for miniatures, it's the way to go, right? Yes. Like, yeah, there's no doubt. And it, like I've seen Jeff's results; they look as good as almost any other miniature I've seen. Yeah. We're getting to that point. So, all I want, all I want, this is my rant for the night: is the hero. You have, have you used Hero Forge before? Yeah, I have. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I love Hero Forge. Yeah. I love the idea of it. I really want them to make a World War II themed set of SLTs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like make you, you make your lieutenant, you make you the lieutenant, and like have all sorts of crazy shit. And like, um, right? So I'm not carrying an axe. I'm carrying a, a carbine, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. You know, that, that would be that would be the next level for them. Is make cool ass World War II shit in there. Um, anyway, uh, we'll see some of you guys. Thirty or 40 of you next weekend yeah no. 30 30 players 29 uh, players officially listed as 19 for Recon Rebel 29 for okay. Rappers fabulous and I, th- and I think we like intentionally shut it off so people couldn't buy tickets last minute so that we don't have weird unevenness all of a sudden <laughs> uh, we did that mostly so that I didn't have to try and make Jeff squeeze seven tables into his car. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah the idea was of, like, not thinning. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's a finite transport capability that uh, that Jeff has right. for his vehicle. Fun. So, yes. Okay. Well, I think I think this is a longer episode than I expected it to be, so congratulations, Aren't they boys. always? I, it's always longer than I think it is. 
That's what she said. That's what I was going to say that. Throw you you the softball there at the end of the episode. (laughs) All right. Um, We'll see you on the other side of Operation Snafu. There'll probably be another episode shortly after that. In the middle. In the middle of Snafu. Or or in the middle. If all goes well. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, worst case scenario is we record without John. Like, you know, we can do that. It's not the same. and It's not nearly as fun. We probably have less to talk about. But we'll figure it out. You'd think. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll chat when it happens and get us the fuck out of here because I'm babbling at this point. <laughs> All right. This is Snafu. Oh, Good, night, Good night, everybody. See you, everyone. There'll be bluebirds over the white cliffs of Dover tomorrow. Just you wait and see. There'll be The shepherd will tend his sheep, the valley will bloom again, and Jimmy will go to sleep in his own little room again. There'll be White cliffs of Dover Tomorrow Just you wait and see The shepherd will tend his sheep The valley will bloom again And Jimmy will go to sleep in his own little room again. There'll be bluebirds over the white cliffs of Dover tomorrow. Just you.